Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everybody, what's going on? Josh Wiggler here with a quick word of warning. This episode of Down the Hatch is utterly ridiculous. It's the return of the lost RPG. We set up what that means pretty early on in the podcast, but just to set it up in a more meaningful way, it's like this This episode of Down the Hatch, it's not mandatory. We're not recapping an episode. We're not doing uh, the season five premiere. That's going to be next week. We're hopping into season five next week. This is silly. It's ridiculous. It's utterly absurd. It's dangerous. Uh, danger ahead in this episode of Down the Hatch as Mike Bloom and I role play out of a sequence of events as background oceanic 815 survivors who are utterly terrible people ridiculously bad awful humans and so they do some bad things so just want you to know that's what you're getting into as you listen to this episode of down the hatch bad people doing bad things in a podcast that i think was pretty fun but if it's not for you that's all right you can skip this one you can come back next week season five premiere just one week away But if you like shenanigans and if you want to listen to some stupid things happening that are more stupid than usual, then this is the podcast for you. That's right, loss is over, but we have to go back down the hatch. It's the Lost Rewatch Podcast here on Post Show Recaps with a special edition of Down the Hatch because Season 4 is over, yet Season 5 has not quite begun. We need to do some timey-wimey wobbly nonsense in order to fully access the time travel season. And in that effort, we present to you, at long last, the third episode of The Lost RPG, Mike Bloom! Is this sort of that thing, almost like Ghostbusters, where one the sequel comes out pretty shortly after the first one, mm-hmm. and then you have to wait an inordinate amount of time to get a third installment yeah, after the second like, one? Pe- there were petitions, like people went online, they're like, how have you not made the third one yet? And everyone's like, all right, well, you know, we're going to do it, we're trying to do it, we can't get that studio money, you know, every- all the actors want to do it, except for Bill Murray. He's he has some weird conditions that yeah, are so unfortunately, folks. Sorry, Bill Murray will not be appearing in this version of the Down the Hatch. We don't RPG. know that. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know if that's the if that's the case. Billy Wallace will appear at the very least, as will Rodney Sesto. The characters that Mike Bloom and I play on the Down the Hatch Lost 
RPG, which is a series of podcasts that we have done here on Down the Hatch, but not for a long time. Two previous episodes. This is the third. Uh, and this is back from the, the time where, Mike, you and I uh, once thought that like maybe our podcasts would be less than 108 minutes. <laughs> how and how so young we came and naive up with we consequences in case, uh, in case we ever exceeded them. And then we just like sustained week after week after week of consequences. And we're like, okay, well, let's change the rules. Uh, and so now all of our podcasts are 16. the rules. <laughs> now all of our podcasts are 16 hours long. <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everyone's just like on board with that it seems or at least people who have stuck around are on board with that um but like life has gotten busy and so the ability to do the bonus down the hatch podcasts really um started to fade away but as you and i were looking at the calendar mike we were like okay well if we if if we need like there's there's like room for a bonus episode between seasons four and five it'll be a good opportunity for us to sort of like recalibrate get really set and firmed up for season five because it's such a rollicking adventure and season four was as well and we're like so what should we do and uh, i think pretty quickly you were like we got to do the lost rpg again mm-hmm. we had to go back in a manner of speaking it's been a while uh for those that might remember or might not it's most likely the latter because to be completely candid josh and i really did not remember an iota of what we did in those Maybe previous an iota. Two I think I got it. I had an iota. <laughs> an iota Maybe is an- not a lot. Yeah, maybe like a maybe not a modicum, but an iota yeah. on that sort of smaller scale spectrum. But the last time we did this, uh, we did our version of the other 48 days, right? This was right either before or after we did our coverage of the other 48 days. And I was talking with our, our, our third panel member in this episode before coming on. That was over a year ago. My God. Yeah, that was that was uh, March 2020 was the last time that we did it. So in that time, we have been through not only a calendar year, but 50 plus episodes of Lost. We went through the rest of season two, all of season three and all of season four. That's crazy. And you'd have to imagine that these two guys, uh, while they may have been gawkers that entire time from a from a, you know, a literal perspective, they'd have to have been doing stuff right. They probably been killing more people out there they've been getting friendly with the characters that that are near and dear to our hearts and so i thought okay if we're doing a Ours. bonus podcast this is yeah or uh, r.i.p at this point uh that's a loose end that has to be tied up yeah right now yeah yeah for sure so uh it's the lost rpg in which mike and i play characters from the background of oceanic 815 i'm billy wallace washed up child star who failed to land the role of Mary of Pippin and Mary of Lord of the Rings fame and got <laughs> angry and ran away with the shard of Aragorn's sword. Oh, yeah, and, I'm, I'm excited to see how Billy reacts to Charlie's death then, by and, the way. That feels like some sort of cosmic balance. And wound up on <laughs> the island. And Mike plays Rodney Sesto, a, a porn star who is also... Adult, adult film star, thank you very much. adult film star, both of them actors, an adult film star <laughs> who was the first one out of Australian Survivor. And uh, they are both very uh, egocentric to the point of uh, a vicious, violent toxic narcissism uh they have uh you know they both initially started with big chips on their shoulder insofar as their relationship with each other before becoming uh great friends who uh, forged an epic 
handshake. Mike, if you'll recall, Roddy lifts his right. arm up like a lever and Billy pulls it down <laughs> like a slot machine and they both simultaneously say jackpot so they've become good friends and they've also killed people they've outright they've outright murdered people yeah it's not it's not well one of them was maybe a couple of them were maybe accidental at least one of them was one was an outright murder one was a definite outright murder and providing the laugh track in the back <laughs> is the man who stop trying the man who uh who uh I I don't want to say was responsible for this because that's too much to put on you, Rich. Uh, but the great R. Philly, who is uh, the master of dungeons in our Dungeons and Dragons campaign for the patrons of Post Show Recaps, uh, is uh, my co-host on Dungeons and Dragons in Discord, is the, the king of Twitch streaming at twitch.tv slash dmphilly, and is also the architect of the lost rpg rich you have uh you you have invented this world uh this 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 game that we are playing and uh i i again don't want to blame you but some of this bloodshed has to at least like splash back onto your hands i take responsibility for everything right up unto the murder uh, uh-huh. and that, those, <laughs> those decisions were yours those were not my yeah. decisions i tried to keep it together but it's just too funny recounting <laughs> the adventures thus far billy and rodney it's really like yeah. it's really something these guys have been on like quite a journey since their arrival on the island yeah i'm trying to remember some of the things out of context i know that billy tamed a jungle cat Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I believe that we were able to get two ascots off of the late Leslie Arst before yes. he ends up dying. You were. Yes. Yeah, you guys were like the three amigos with your matching ascots. Yes, um, uh, I know that Ronnie sort of has like uh, a rivalry with Sawyer, who in a flashback was a guy to sort of con him into doing a porn shoot in Tampa. <laughs> yes, that was the Tampa job. It's true. Yep. Uh, I remember that Billy, uh, to the tune of Brown Eyed Girl, fell in love briefly with a woman named Mary Beth on the golf course. And then when she didn't recognize him from his film work, he immediately told her to leave. And then, yep. and then he yep. ends up accidentally killing her when yep. Ronnie yep. pushes a boulder into her by accident. Yeah, and yep. Billy was riding the boulder so that he could make a speech in front of all of the survivors. Uh, uh, yeah, I do remember that. So Billy and Ronnie have a posse right now. Uh, it involves Nikki and Paulo. Arst was there for a bit of time. Uh, there was, of course, Sarah Stripes, one of the more memorable gawkers that it's pretty much confirmed that Ronnie is like, I don't know, is like, has like on speed dial, you know, like she's in his Rolodex. Like if he hasn't. They're an item. They're yet. a pair pretty clearly or they're they're going to be if they aren't they, yet. Won't they? Yeah, yeah. it is the yeah. Ross and Rachel of the lost RPG. We, we also uh, the, the big twist from the first episode that actually really did not get acknowledged whatsoever in the second episode was that we were hanging out with a ghost <laughs> for the first few days of the yeah. island. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kevin, Kevin Sr., uh, who it, it would be it would appear that maybe was the smoke monster uh but we didn't really do anything about that also um forest whitaker because in the early days of down the hatch mm-hmm. loyalists will recall uh we spent a lot of time talking about all the various characters that forest whitaker was rumored to play uh, and so forest whitaker the actor himself <laughs> has been on the island uh guiding rodney and billy uh from behind the scenes um 
I don't know, Rich, are we leaving some critical stuff out? We, we murdered Chef Jeff. He was a chef. Mm-hmm. We killed yeah. him. We, uh, we, Rodney we murdered instinctively uh, threw, the, the rash guy. Rodney mm-hmm. instinctively threw a spear at Chef Jeff. Billy tried to stop it by throwing a spear at the spear, but instead the spears both landed in Chef Jeff. And then Sullivan, the rash guy, was there as a witness, so Billy killed him to keep him quiet. And at that point, it was really the point of no return, very clear that the characters that we're playing here in the Lost RPG are, uh, they're the bad guys, Michael. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have to do any sort of morality test. Like, it's as if these two guys in in, <laughs> in some sort of past were just taken to the temple and corrupted. Yes, uh, they're you infected. Know, and, they, and they came to the island fully Kevin informed. talked no, to them first, right? You know, if, if, if he's the smoke monster, Rich, then the smoke monster got to us before anybody. So we're infected. It's true. Uh-huh. It's true. Yeah. Um, the, I guess the one thing of no, you did beat the crap out of Cal Gleason. Uh, uh-huh. from yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that Ronnie had happens. the plan to take off his <laughs> pants to make it seem like he was sleeping and it was yeah. all a dream. Oh my god, yeah, that was oh my god, that was a Rodney plan. That oh was my enacted. god, yep. yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And so, so we should also mention the way that this game is going to to work is it's it's very simple. Josh and I each have a character sheet that has a bunch of traits to it. Uh, we've assigned, you know, certain strengths to those traits. All that's going to happen is when Rich asks us to sort of like make a roll, we're going to roll a certain number of dice. All you need to know out there, hatchlings, is, you know, what is a success and what is a failure? So we're rolling a bunch of dice. If we get at least one six, that is considered a success and something good happens. If we get no sixes, that's considered a failure and something bad happens. Right. Um, the post-show recaps... Uh, down the hatch RPG system. Rich, since we uh, we last played, uh, the post show recaps RPG system itself has expanded greatly. Uh, it sure we, has. We have the post show recaps patron program, which if you are not yet a member, we strongly advise you sign up. Of course, uh, as we announced last week, you are now getting early access to down the hatch episodes, a very tangible benefit for the down the hatch audience about two days early you will get your podcasts is the game plan um so there's that but also uh there is access to the discord if you sign up at the discord level and in so doing you could become a participant in our dungeons and dragons campaign uh which i am a player uh in which i'm a player and mike is a player and rich Mm -hmm. is both a player and dungeon master uh so you can participate in role-playing games with uh you know podcasters on the network and fellow friends that you'll meet fellow patrons along the way uh rich you are as og a post show recaps uh community member as as it gets what has it been like to watch this program expand uh, it's wild. I mean, it's a thing we talked about a little bit. We recorded for, of course, there's the community building stream on the post show recaps Patreon. We, we played a game of D and D back in January for that. And, uh, the excitement and like interest around D and D exploded. And I know it's like a great game. It's a like love very close to my heart and has been for a long time. So I knew that it would be a uh, thriving. Uh, part of the ecosystem, but I did not expect that, uh, you know, three months in, we would have nearly 60 people participating on a daily basis. Um, you know, we're running like five, six games a week, some weeks. We, it's really just been an incredible outpouring 
and this great avenue for us all to connect with one another. Uh, there's all these like awesome friendships building there. There's people doing incredibly creative stuff in terms of the writing. Uh, there's music coming out of it. It really is next level in terms of the engagement in the community mm-hmm. and the way that everybody is kind of um, finding ways to connect with one another. Right. So, so it's awesome. It's awesome to be yeah. a part of. Yeah. And it's also, it's also safe to say that, you know, D and D is super fun and while complicated on the surface, not nearly as complicated when you get into it, but who knows, you know, much like this down the hatch version that we're using, you utilizes a different RPG system. We've done other RPGs in the past. Maybe there comes a time in the future where, we do other types of RPGs instead of just Dungeons and Dragons. So if in general, you're more so into the role-playing variety and less so into the the complications that may come with D&D. I know Rich Streams, another version of it, of a role-playing game as well. There's plenty of stuff to be had uh, as a patron of Post Show Recaps and more to come on the horizon too. Oh my God. All right. So this isn't Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, which is which is going to be challenging for me. Uh, the ways in which I have uh, grown since the last Lost RPG is like I've become like I'm I'm like obsessed with Dungeons and Dragons now. <laughs> I'm like I'm filling all of my free time with Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so like I'm like used to to the way that is played. I do need, and maybe the listeners will as well, just like a little bit of a reminder. Of what are we doing here as far as uh, how this game works, what mm-hmm. it's based on, uh, what it's riffing on, just any of like those particulars, Rich, that you think we need to reset for anybody? Sure. Yeah. So just to nerd AKA into like me. Right. Uh, to nerd into like the deep mechanics of what we're doing here. Uh, the first time we did role playing games here on post show recaps was for Stranger Things. And we played this game called Tales from the Loop. Um, Tales from the Loop is a really cool system. It's very simple. Uh, you really liked it. And we're like, Hey, can we play a version of a lost RPG that's based on this? So I did a little homework and figured out, okay, Tales from the Loop is built on this open game license. I can take these rules and LeBron with them and build something uh, legally with them even, right? These are not like proprietary mechanisms or whatever. So the Lost RPG is based off of Tales from the Loop, which is based off of a different system, the Mutant Year Zero system. That's neither here nor there. Very simply put, you have uh, four attributes. You have um, 12 skills that fall underneath each of these four attributes. There's three skills like bundled into each one. Anytime you do a thing that has stakes where failure could be interesting or complicate the situation, we roll the dice. And the way we figure out what dice we roll, you're going to look at the attribute that's important. You're going to look at the skill that's important for that roll. You add those numbers together and you roll that many six-sided dice. A six is a success. Everything else is useless. Um, and that's the basics, right? One success is generally enough to accomplish what you're trying to do. More successes means you did a really good job. There might be additional benefits uh, to whatever task you just uh, endeavored to accomplish, right? Um, we have a few other little layered rules on top of that. Each of you has a secret. 
You can call on a flashback at any point during the session here today to show us something about your secret. Um, and you could do that when a challenge comes up, when you have to overcome an obstacle. Perhaps, boom, that's when we smash cut and we flash back to something from your past that's going to give us a little t- insight to why you'll be good at doing this thing right now in the present moment. Okay. Uh, you each have a conviction. There's a thing you believe above all beliefs about yourself when you're up against it, when uh, the odds are not in your favor. You can call on your conviction to just gain an automatic success. I can do this because, boom. Um, and then each of you has an instinct, which is probably going to get you into trouble somewhere along the line. <laughs> and that's fun. Yeah. Uh, and there's a few little points that are floating here. Each of you has a small little bag of Dharma points that you get to yank some tricks out of to do some interesting stuff along the way. That's the basics. That's the cliff notes. If anybody's like interested, hit me up. I have all the rules written up, uh, character sheets, all that kind of stuff. You could play at home. Yeah, you I could, just you realized could in retrospect, home. maybe we should have had the magic number be four instead of six, given mm-hmm. the lost aspect. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but that's all right. Uh, yes, you could play at home. Theoretically, perhaps we could find a way to bring this game into the post show <laughs> recaps patron discord. Not, not impossible at some point in time. Everyone relax. Not not <laughs> imminent. We've got a lot going yeah, on. It sounded like Rich was about to go into his impression of Arst running through the jungle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got a lot we've got a lot going on, but at the very least, I think uh if this if this whets your appetite for some role playing stuff, there's a lot of role playing shenanigans happening in the Patreon. So again, strong recommend that you sign up for so many reasons, but this is certainly one of them. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think, Mike, I'm ready to, to surrender my fate to Rich. I suppose I should say to anybody who's like, I don't know. This is weird. Uh, like, we're back with season five next week. It's cool. Lots of podcasts <laughs> yeah. out there. Like, if you need to take one off, that's fine. <laughs> we get it. Uh, we don't, we, we cannot be, uh, I was going to say we cannot be held accountable for whatever happens next in this episode. I don't know that that's totally true. Uh, but it might get, uh, st- uh, scratch might will get very weird here in mm-hmm. just a couple of moments. I'm excited, but if you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, no harm, no foul. We get it. <laughs> I like, well, all right. I gave it 20 minutes. Yeah. Now I realize it's a little too weird for me. I'm yeah. hopping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll Sawyer in the helicopter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I'm ready to surrender to you, Rich. I'm ready to go. Mike, how about yourself? Oh, I am always ready to surrender myself to Rich.
All right. Um, With that said. Just (laughs) how I like it. With that said. Take us away. um, I think that the camera pans over the island, the crystal blue water lapping up on the white sand beaches, the the luxurious verdant green of the the forested mountains all over. And as we begin to pull down in, uh, we see a small group of people clustered on the beach near the tree line up on some dunes. Some of them appear to be digging and we, we see them kind of moving as these two uh, forms are laid out under sheets and they're, they're lowered down into this hole that's dug in the sand, the camera pulling down closer onto this group where we recognize the familiar figures of our protagonists. We can't call them heroes. Uh, Billy Wallace and Rodney Sisto standing kind of at the back of the group where you, you watch on. And I think that, um, we see the bodies lowered down into the hole. Sand starts piling in over them. And here we find ourselves at the funeral of two of your friends. Associates, your your clickmates here on the beach, uh, Nikki and the affectionately named Poo Poo, I believe was his nickname. I believe that's right. It was Rodney. Rodney called Paolo Poo Poo uh, long um, before uh, he became uh, takes a shit guy. Yeah, as he was known in the fandom, takes a shit guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that. We're here as they're being lowered down into the sand and the camera kind of trails through the small cluster of people that are, that are here for this moment, uh, like, you know, past Hurley. And we see, uh, Rodney and Billy in the back where we linger. We come to, to rest. Um, you know, they really, they really could have taken our suggestions for a eulogy. I know that these guys like to be the ones to give the big speeches, but, uh, we knew these guys best, huh? We sat around with them. We shared some Twinkies. Yeah, I'm not surprised that they didn't want to take you up on that, uh, Rodney, when you offered it up as doing their poopoology. Uh, it's not a surprise it's- that they didn't want you to, to speak today. Listen, the, 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 this, the blonde nickname guy, I thought he'd appreciate it, but evidently he's become a little bit of a wet blanket since his, uh, his friend with the freckles didn't come back with him. Yeah, he keeps calling me Bobby, and I'm pretty sure he thinks that he's just calling me by my name, and it's not a nickname. He seems to have stopped doing the nickname thing. Uh, well, you know what? He's, uh, I, I see he's been up all hours playing ping pong. I think maybe he's just a bit tired of it, and that's why he decided to turn away our excellent poopoology. Is anyone, but... like, shushing us while we're, like, speaking so loudly <laughs> in the back during the funeral? Normal volume. <laughs> I think like, the sun snaps back, like, could you guys be quiet? I think that they're like glaring back at you, right? I think uh, you do see like Hurley seems like pretty affected by all of this. You know, he's a sensitive kid. He's like kind of looking back at you with the sadness in his eyes. But I think that, uh, you know, you two are a little intimidating, especially Rodney. And you only got one eye. I don't know if you still got the Phantom of the Opera look yeah, going Yeah, I believe anymore. I have Arst uh, Ascot was wrapped around <laughs> yeah, my... Well, but I also do believe that you also, for a temporary amount of time, had a golf ball in place for yes, your other yes, eyes. Yes, correct. Yes. Correct. I would like like to think that uh, since now we're like doing some season three material, uh, that maybe in uh, in the jungle I found an eye patch, like an actual eye patch, oh, to yes. like, make me a little bit closer to Mikhail. Uh, mm. uh, but I know maybe if we flash back, you found it smoldering at the pylons. Maybe if we flash back at some point, 
where we could just pretend that a flashback happened where Billy and Rodney found Mikhail's house at one point in time. Uh, and I, I stole Wait, before it blew up or after <laughs> I think before, before it blew up at this point in time. Uh, and maybe like I stole an eye patch from a slumbering Mikhail. Uh, sounds like something that Billy and Rodney would have done. <laughs> yeah. Um, now we're at the funeral and so like I think like probably like Billy is now going to be like a little more buttoned up and try not to to talk but Rich is it possible uh would it be possible to to roll to see if Billy notices that Nikki and Paolo's eyes are opening as the dirt is being piled upon their bodies. Yeah, oh, I mean, I call. think this is like the moment as the sand is like going into the <laughs> hall and Billy's lone eye kind of focuses in onto the, the faces of these two. Go for it. We're going to have you make a uh, mind plus investigate roll. Okay. Billy so, Wallace. So that's uh, roll six dice, right? Okay, that's uh, a, yeah, we've got good odds here. Good, good odds. All right, yeah. let's see. Okay. The one-eyed man is the king. Uh, all right, so I have four six-sided die, so I have to roll them in shifts. So I'll just update you that right now it's a one, a one, a one, and a two. Oh, and now, Lord. And, and now we've got two more to roll real quick. Uh-huh. There go all of our good chances right out the window. I got one six. Okay. okay. Six and a five. Okay. Okay, you got one success. The ones, do, thankfully, do not detract from the sixes. So you have one success, which is all you need that, like, I think there's, like, a real question in your mind, Billy, as, like, the heave of sand kind of flies out of that weird bamboo shovel thing that they bury everybody with, and it's, like, sailing through the air about to land on Paolo's face. You see one of Poo Poo's handsome uh, deep brown eyes flash open for a moment before the sand like scatters across their face. Yeah. And I think burial. Billy's going to like do like a double take. He's like, wait a second. Uh, Roddy, this is going to sound crazy, but like, I think I, I think I saw, I think I saw Poo Poo's eye open up. You, you serious? Yeah. Take a look. Tell me if I'm crazy. Should I roll now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what, what was it again? Go mind plus investigate. Um, okay, well, that is just one die. Yeah. Because Rodney is not very smart, and it is a failure. Mm-hmm. It's a failure. So when you fail at a role like this, you suffer a condition usually. So the conditions <laughs> uh, are interesting. Starving is not appropriate. I would say, are you angry or terrified? Do you, Are you afraid that they're, you're burying your friends alive, or are you mad that your buddy is messing with you? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say angry. You know what? I'm going to say, angry, but I'm not going to be angry with Billy. You don't uh, have to be. Yes. Instead, was just- I'm going to be angry and Rodney is going to turn to Billy. It's like freaking Island, man. I'm telling you, you, you remember, you remember that guy, Kevin, the guy we were hanging out with for the first few days. Oh, the yeah. ghost? This is just some more wacky Island crap messing with our heads, trying to get us away from being the upstanding, respectable island men that we are. And you know what, Island? I'm not doing it. I'm not afraid of you anymore. And Ronnie's now going to, like, storm down the beach. Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt style. (laughs) Grabbing (laughs) handfuls of sand and, like, throwing them to the side as if he's trying to intimidate the island uh, from trying to trick him into thinking that his friends are being buried alive. Oh, my God. And Billy is just going to turn to everybody else and just be like, I'm really sorry about my friend. I know this is a fairly somber affair. 
Um, let me just. What go. are you waiting for? Okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go take care of him. You guys just keep doing this, and now Billy's gonna like stomp away, and his concern <laughs> is fully focused on just like his friend. Uh, so any sign that maybe Nikki and Paolo were alive, that thought has uh, maybe not forever been uh, wiped from his mind, but certainly has been has left his mind at any point in time that it would have been helpful for Nikki or Paolo. <laughs> so uh, Billy's going to go to Rodney. He's like, it's all right. Breathe. Breathe. Rodney, like, you, we practice, like, like we practice. Like we practice. This, this freaking island is getting to me. Look, when the doctor left, I thought, all right, this is this is Rodney time, baby. This is when I get to step up and become the man that I was meant to be. And we're just sitting here eating freaking Twinkies, twiddling our thumbs while our friends get buried in the sand. Yeah, it doesn't feel right, Billy. It doesn't feel right at all. I, I've had it up to here with what's going on right now. So things better change pretty damn quick on this island. OK, so I'd like to do a flashback. Yes. At this point. And so the flashback that I would like to do is we are going to smash cut to season two. Okay. Uh, and in season two, we're in the Swan Station. And, <laughs> okay. and, and uh, Billy is going to, uh, it's like the tail end of season two. He's going to just do like a quick hello to Mr. Echo, who's in the, in the computer. Uh, he's typing he's away in the computer. He's by the computer. Uh, Billy Dad. has been relieved from his shift. Mr. Echo wants it all. Uh, he has he he doesn't want to. He doesn't know Anna Lucia and Libby. He doesn't care about the funeral, so he's skipping that. <laughs> uh, and so he's gonna go, and he has decided that this is gonna be the time for him to steal. As much of the uh, the vaccine as humanly possible, the Desmond ah! vaccine. Uh, so then we're gonna we're gonna jump from that to uh, early season three, uh, where it's very clear that uh, Jack and Kate and Sawyer have been captured. Jack is gone, um, and Rodney. I think has been um, talking about how he's going to be the man now mm-hmm. that there's this power vacuum that Jack is gone. And this is for the first time in a long time, a real rift may be starting to form between Billy and Rodney because for Billy, he knows that he is destined to reclaim his former glory. People will know who he is. He is to be a leader of men. And now Rodney is talking about being the new leader. So during this time, Billy will be hatching an idea. And we see him inject the Twinkies with the vaccine, to, uh, which is a bad combination. And so the vaccine-filled Twinkies that Rodney has been <laughs> eating has been maybe making him a little bit off-kilter. And it's all going to plan for Billy, who's trying to set himself up as the new leader of Oceanic 815. And so is this this in a a cut to the present? Was this like a montage of uh, Mm. it was Billy all along? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, And so we, we cut to Rodney storming down the beach saying like, I've had it with this freaking jungle and this island. And Rodney now possessing almost like superhuman strength. Uh, picks up a piece of wreckage and throws it about 
20 <laughs> feet into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, he feels like he's been imbued with this odd spirit ever since the hatch station imploded. Maybe it was some electromagnetism. He's not entirely sure, but he hasn't exactly felt like himself. But it's only fueled his ego and uh, basically any part of his psychology further, thinking that now, because his his strength has been imbued, so then must his mental strength, of course, by proxy, and therefore his ability to lead the island. And so with, with Billy in tow, Rodney is going to strut his way over to their usual spot, their usual tent and campfire, and, uh, and pop a squat and sort of do his own sulking while the funeral continues of Nikki and Paolo. And I think I, I'm just processing. I think as some. Um, yeah, well, you're cat- processing Rodney becoming the Hulk. Yeah, I think we all yes. are at this moment. <laughs> yes. As the camera lingers over the like hunched form of like the massive muscled Rodney Sisto, Billy Wallace watching, um, like as his friend sits in front of the campfire at their like small little shelter here on the beach where they've been hanging out with their, um, their, their rogues gallery of companions. <laughs> It's the beginning. Um, there's, there's almost like a little menace, I imagine, to like Billy lurking in the shadows, watching Rodney. As I he may have given him too much. Too much of the vaccine is out of the tube, and I think that that's where the title card drops. Right, <laughs> lost. Um, and so we come back in um, a good time. In the future, I think that the, the camera opens and the scene, it's darkness. It's the jungle at night. We see the fuselage of the plane laying in the background, kind of shrouded in vines, swallowed by the jungle around it as time has passed since that fateful day when 815 crashed on this beach and you all were trapped here with these people. Um, and so much has transpired since then. But you all find yourselves in the group in the woods as um, somebody has just parachuted into the island. Uh, this woman, Naomi, she's bleeding. She's dying. Locke has hurt her. And I think it's, it's as we're kind of like standing here in the darkness of night that, um, Jack comes like stalking up to the group. The lot of you all like assembled here. And he starts just like screaming at Walt, who everybody else calls Locke. You're not sure. Yeah. Why, why do so they keep calling this guy Locke, this bald yeah. guy? Like I believe Billy and Rodney yeah, well, firmly believe that this bald man's name is Walt. Yeah, so when he talked about older, taller Walt, I thought that was referring He's to himself. He's talking about himself. Yeah, yeah. And aside for the audiences that Billy and Rodney firmly believed that uh, Locke's name was Walt. So yep. in case that's confusing. <laughs> it's not confusing at all. Um, and so I think as Jack is like standing there like screaming at him like, you keep sabotaging every way that we try to get off this island. Why should we trust you? And uh, he starts like, you know, beating on John. There's like a whole fight happening. Um, I- I'm just curious how Billy and Rodney are like taking this moment as it's occurring. I think uh, Billy's going to be like, oh, my God, uh, this might be it. They're the two leaders. Uh, this could be two birds, one stone. Jack's going to shoot him. Locke's going to be dead. No one's going to want to follow a murderer. And they don't know that we're murderers. <laughs> so this may be my chance to seize some power if these two take each other out. Meanwhile, uh, Rodney is just sort of, you know, when he heard about the chance to leave the island, he was initially thrilled. 
But then when he hears about Charlie's final message, uh, you know, when that communication goes through from Desmond, his heart sinks a little bit. It, it sinks and drowns. You know, I think that that Rodney heard that there was another celebrity on the island. He was never able to, to essentially have a conversation with him. And I think that's that's actually better considering the way Charlie's character went specifically in season two, that Rodney almost has some reverence for the guy. And so he really takes to heart Charlie's quote unquote final words of how, you know, these people coming to the island are dangerous. And so I think that slowly but surely, Rodney is beginning to mentally side himself with Mr. Walt, especially when Jack tries to up and shoot this guy in the head, yep. point blank. <laughs> yeah, I think that like that's the moment as you're watching and Jack like pulls the trigger on the gun, right? Mr. Walt's lock is just like, um, you're not going to shoot me, Jack. Click. Uh, and the weight of the moment like hangs in the clearing, right? Um, and meanwhile, poor Hurley is just like pleading with, with Jack, you know, like, um, Charlie knew something. Charlie, like, he didn't trust them. He knew. And so lines are drawn. Um, and people are beginning to side with Locke as, as he's kind of extricated himself from, from Jack. And these two camps are divvying up of those who plan to flee from the freighter. We think that these people are here to kill you. As you found out now that Naomi is dead. Uh, this woman who's parachuted in here, she's gone. Um, and, and Jack, like, no, we have to like make contact. We have to get out of here. Um, so yeah, what, what are these two doing in these moments? Yeah. I think Billy is looking at a uh, hot rod and being like, all right, <laughs> all right, big man. Like I, I think for me, like the vote's pretty clear, but I'd love to, I'd love to get a sense of where your head's at. I mean, look, here's the thing. If we're just comparing the two guys, uh, I think if we associate ourselves with a murderer, that's going to make us look a lot better by comparison. So, look, if it makes us look any better, I'm all for going with Walt over here. Seems like they're also going back to nice, comfortable beds barbecue, maybe some board games. I'm ready to get back into the bare necessities of life, personally. I've had it up to here with these Twinkies. They're tasting really weird as of late. Yeah, and I think at this point, Billy's going to be like, and let me add to the argument. We know these Dharma folks made movies, right? Mm. And we know that you and I both need a comeback badly. What if we go with Mr. Walt to the to the to the to the Dharma town, whatever they call this place? They gotta have some cameras somewhere. Rod, we can make our movie. We can go. We're getting rescued any day. They're not going to leave without Rodney Sesto and Billy Wallace. They'll right. look everywhere for yeah, us. Now that the singer's dead, we're the most yeah, we're the most famous people here. They're, they're yeah. not leaving without us. So let's go with Mr. Walt. Let's go to Dharmaville. Let's go make a movie. And then, and Billy raises his hand out like a lever. Uh, a reverse roll of the of the handshake oh, to oh Rodney, boy. and so Rodney, who's going to try as delicately as possible to not break this guy's <laughs> arm off, is going to move it up and down as if he's pulling the lever on a slot machine. Yeah, and then I think they will simultaneously say jackpot. jackpot. Yeah, so it's like let's make money. This is it. This is our moment. This is it. This We're going to be leader of men. We're going to make the movie leader of men. 
finally, you know, we've been talking about this for what feels like forever. I think we can make this happen. We've got the background. We've got the extras. He says he indicates to all the gawkers that seem to be signing. <laughs> I think at, at this point, too, probably like Locke's group is starting to like walk away. We're like, oh shit. Uh, oh, oh, crap. Yeah, oh, we just got to run. They all left. Everybody, everybody went in their different directions. No one really cared. And I think as we see like the pair of you racing to catch up with uh, the assembled gawkers who are kind of trailing after Locke's group into the woods, you know, there's the lingering look back as you see like Jack and, and Kate and Saeed and the others kind of like standing in the clearing by the fuselage, the torch like diminishing as you follow Locke's group further into the woods. But I think that there's like the one shot as we see um like Ben. Linus, like being trailed by uh, the French woman in ropes, he's kind of watching the pair of you as you scurry to like catch up with this group, you know. And um, I think it's it's like a short time later, as a lot of you are all like wandering through the jungle. Still, uh, the word is Mister Locke is like looking for a cabin that's out here somewhere. You're all going somewhere. I don't know if you've all seen this cabin on your travels in the island in the time since you've got here, but. Um, I think there's a beat as the pair of you are still kind of lingering near the back of this group. Are we there yet? Yeah, I think it's it's pretty clear that uh, that uh, Billy and Rodney probably encountered the cabin at one point in time. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to assume too much, but I do think that there was that point in time during uh, like late season two. Uh, that uh, that Billy and Rodney just really needed a break from everybody, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so they they uh, they they took their trip to the cabin and just like hung out for like a, a long weekend at the cabin. Yeah, but I think but I think what happened was uh, yeah, one morning while they sort of stayed there for the night, right? Because they were taking it to mean like, oh, it's an abandoned summer home, right? Let's squat sure. here for the weekend. I think one morning, uh, Rodney, you know had to go to the bathroom and i think given the dilapidated state of the cabin thought like went in rome and then just kind of like you know bro style took a piss in the corner of the cabin (laughs) (laughs) and it has not appeared to them since it like kicked them out and then they they didn't see it again it disappeared So, so I think that as the pair of you are walking, I think, um, this, this dude who's tied up, Ben Linus, he's like trailing behind the French woman at the end of the rope in front of him, right? And I think he like just turns his head looking over his shoulder at the lot of you, like, um, he has no idea where he's going. You know that, right? I'm not sure why any of you came with these people that you can't we're, trust him. We're going to make a movie. Yeah, we're here. And you shut up, man. Like, we caught you. We caught you. We caught you. Yeah, if you, know, if you don't want like doing you... like a, like a rowing motion. We caught <laughs> you. He's saying, hey, Ben. Hey, listen, if you don't want another bloody nose, man, you'll shut the hell up and listen yeah, to Mr. Shut Walt. up. Shut up, you man. Can, you can keep punching on me like all the rest of these savages, but I know you. I've seen your movies. Yeah. What do you oh, think? You've, seen, good, what, right? you've, seen, you've seen my movies, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where he looks at you like, yes, Rodney. Yes, even your movies. Um, it's, it gets lonely out here on this island. Um, <laughs> and I think that he's like looking back to you, though, Billy, like, you didn't catch me, though. That's the thing, William. They did. Have they given you credit for anything that you've done since you got here? Well, 
I mean, uh, you know, some of my friends gave us credit for getting that. Uh, we got some pig a couple, you know, a few months back. And did you? Did you, William? Or did the island give it to you? No, no island has given me anything. All right. I've gotten everything on my own as Billy is like uh, mustering up some false bravado here. I was like, everything I've ever done was purely by my actions and my actions alone. I've not been given a single thing. What about that? And I think he gestures at uh, the sword that's slung over your shoulder. Are you carrying the sword? Oh, yeah. Actually, very that's obviously a good very prominently everywhere <laughs> I go. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like, what about that? What about that? Don't you think it's which in another lucky. universe he would probably use as the line to then stab Ben. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> with, the, with the sword. <laughs> but because we're trying not to completely obliterate Ken. We're not trying to kill Ben Linus no, right now. Not right now. <laughs> not, yet. Not, yet. Yeah. not yet. Not yet. I think he's just like, um, don't you think it's a little convenient? You just found it after it fell out of an airplane? No, I'd say that like when I lost my eye, all of my vision went to this other eye, and I'm really good now at <laughs> finding things because I'm really focused. I think he's just like, um, well, I would say, William, that you've spent the entirety of your life waiting to be a leader, and now here you are on the edge of the world, and you're following a sad, bald old man, a criminal, and him. And he just like gestures at Hurley and sort of shrugs. And I think it's at this point, Russo is like, shut up and like yanks the rope and like pulls him forward. Right. And Ben kind of like stumbles away from the pair of you. But um, he's like lingering back, looking at you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. I think that, that um, uh, Billy is a little rattled by this. He's like trying to like shake his head. Like, no, I'm not. I'm, Ronnie's going to sort of like rub his shoulders and, and try to calm him down. Like easy. Easy, t- easy jungle cat. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he okay? doesn't know, who, and he doesn't know who he's talking to either. I'll kill him. I've done it before. I'll do it again. I'll kill that guy. Absolutely. And look, <laughs> when no one's looking, sure, I'll kill that guy. We're we're gonna make the biggest insult he's ever experienced and make the best damn movie using his own property. That'll be like a spit in his really angular, bug-eyed face, man. Can't wait to do it. Well, how, how, were we there yet? Are we there yet? Where are we going? Where are we going? Yeah, where are we? Are we go. Are we there yet? I think as you guys, uh, you like start yelling this, you realize, and you're talking that the group has kind of pulled away from you a little bit, and you hear a yell from up in front of like the French woman, like, um, "Hurry up!" So the pair of you start like hustling to kind of catch up a little bit. And I think that um, you catch sight of like this, this kind of like flashing light off in the distance. Um, and you hear some folks like calling, like, what is that over there? I think it's a parachute. There's somebody in those trees. Uh, and you see kind of like the angle where you guys are positioned compared to the group. There's somebody like, like uh, in a parachute. It's very similar to like what you saw from the whole Naomi situation. Um, what are you guys going to do? Billy's going to look at Ryan going, Rodney, she may have. A GoPro. <laughs> Holy moly. Uh, and so with that, Rodney is going to... So has anyone else noticed her in the tree? Uh, you hear some some folks calling from the group who seems to be like paused up in front of you, but um, nobody's like moved towards them yet. 
All right, Ronnie is going to run full force into the tree to knock it over. Oh, it's, uh, go ahead and make a uh, body plus force roll. All right, so that is six dice. Let's see. And you are, in fact, still angry, Rodney. Uh, yeah, still hulked out Rodney. Okay, that is one success. Oh, one success is excellent. Rodney, you, like, shoulder into the tree, and it, like, snaps, like, falling to the ground um, and the woman that was like hanging from it kind of you get a look at her um, she's this very sort of beautiful like red haired woman she has these luxurious like curly red hair uh, these bright blue eyes she she like seems a little banged up and she's like pulls her helmet off and she's like um, oh my word thank you thank you uh, are you alone are all of you is, are there others here with you yeah, and I think in order to maintain some semblance of continuity, uh, Billy will run away from this Charlotte conversation and jump into the water to swim after the helmet in case there is a GoPro. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Rodney, the world has slowed down when Rodney Sisto lays eyes on this woman. There is something enigmatic about her like there's there's some sort of story behind her that isn't quite figured out that will never be quite figured out but there there's a reason why she's here and he's a little tongue-tied he's a he's a little awestruck in the moment so all he can sort of like pair it back to her is uh, uh alone not uh, alone not alone uh alone And I think that she, like, is looking at you, like, a little disoriented for a moment, trying to, like, extricate her from all of this as, like, um, she she just says back, you are alone? You're not? Oh, oh. And, and the others now are come, coming, uh, that's terrible terminology. As you turn and and you see John and, uh, Sawyer, Ben, the rest of the gang are kind of, like, descending on this woman as she's here. Um, and very quickly, like a conversation springs up, right? As, um, John like begins talking to her and they're asking her questions. She's from the freighter. Uh, she's like asking about the rest of her team. And I think that there's, there's uh, a beat here where Ben is just like, what are we doing? Like, what, what are you doing? You can't keep her. Uh, and and he reveals her name and her education and her background. And you're realizing like, oh my gosh, this guy, Ben knows everything. And I think Billy, this is as you're like uh, walking up quite sad that you were not able to retrieve. A yeah. GoPro I think I'm camera. like soaking wet. Cause I like jumped in. I'm just like heaving and heaving. I'm like, she, she didn't have it. She didn't have a go. She didn't have a GoPro. Oh, she yeah, didn't have she's a GoPro. got something else. A smoking bod. And so this whole like debate is going back and forth as you like look over and, um, and suddenly Ben steps forward with a gun and just shoots her. Boom! This gunshot echoing through the night. Uh, you see her like barrel over backwards, kind of crashing into the ground. Uh, Sawyer jumps on him and begins like beating the shit out of him again. Uh, uh, what are you guys going to do? Uh, Rodney's gonna gonna jump b- b- belatedly uh, in front of of her or onto her to try to, to to see you know whether or not she's alive or whether he can use what he feels are his number one first aid skills in the world to try to uh, keep hope alive, as it were. 
Yeah. And meanwhile, I think um, Billy will exhaustedly try to rifle through her bag to see <laughs> if she may have a GoPro or a camera in her bag. Oh, so I think that'd be not. like an investigate plus something. It, it would. Go for it. Let's go for it. We'll have your roll. It'll be mind plus investigate. Okay, hang on. So that's uh, six dice. Let's see what we get. Rolling four of the six. One six plus... Uh, two, two successes. Oh, Yay! wow. Actually, that's quite good. Uh, okay. As you look, uh, into the bag and you start like digging around through it, there is like a good deal of gear here. Though there's not a GoPro camera. Um, <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> it is. It's deeply disappointing, but you have multiple successes. What do you find in here that's useful to you? Um, I think I probably find. Um, Not what you're looking for, but it may be quite useful. Um, uh, what do I find? Uh, I'm trying to situate myself. Probably some trail mix. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I definitely might even be Twinkies. Yeah, I definitely find more <laughs> snacks. I quickly like pocket those and just like smash them into my pockets. Um, and I think that I am also going to find. Something that uh, I have been craving quite badly since being here on this oppressively hot island where we've all just been baking and our skin's been drying, been getting crackly and gross. So we seem to be the only characters that are getting mm. less like, less hot by the day here on this island. Oh, yeah. not hot. And I find... <laughs> Thank God, I find lip balm. <gasps> find some lip balm for these chapped lips of mine. And Billy looks at Rodney, who's like trying to like make sure everything, and he pockets this quickly because he knows this would be a competitive thing between the two of them. And he's not entirely sure that he wants to share his lip balm with Rodney. He knows where his mouth has been. Yeah, really. Who would want to share that lip balm? Well, <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Rodney's lips are seeking some other pastures uh, as he's, you know, he's bent over Charlotte trying to, like, check her body to find a pulse, uh, etc. Trying, trying to, you know, figure out if there's a chance that this dream woman that just walked into him, his life is now going to leave as quickly as she entered. Um, and so I think that, like, uh, as as you're, like, fussing with her, you're, like, checking her pulse, you feel she's still alive, uh, you're, like, looking frantically, there is no blood, and, like, her eyes open, she gasps, <gasps> and you realize at this point, like, she's wearing this bulletproof vest, you know, and um, I think that, like, she, she uh, like, your eyes lock for a moment, Rodney. They walk. Uh, they walk for a moment. <laughs> they do. Your eyes waltz for a moment, <laughs> and you realize um, this is this is destiny. You know, Billy's destiny maybe as a leader of men, but but this woman is your destiny, Rodney. And and I think that like she pulls you out of the way as she's like pulling herself up. Meanwhile, there's all this yelling happening in the background. Sawyer is yelling, Locke is yelling, uh, Ben like yelling. Uh, what you realize is that like Ben knows everything about this woman, and John is like making these demands of Ben to like tell him what the smoke monster is and all this stuff. But uh, there's there's a whole lot of argument happening here, and I think that she looks at you for one minute, Rodney, and she's like. Thank you. We just, we're here to help. We, we need to get you out to the freighter. I don't understand. 
Who are these people? The, these people right here? I well, mean, yes, they shot me. Uh, well, I mean, the one particularly shot you. I mean, there's been a lot of gunfire happening the past week or so, so it's kind of tough to figure out who <laughs> shot who specifically. But that guy is the leader. He's not with us. We're the survivors of Oceanic 815. Uh, and this guy is not. He's actually funny story. He's actually our prisoner. Uh, we've been looking for him. Nemo, I feel like it's uh, Bradley something like uh, Bradley Schroeder. Maybe that's probably right. Brad, Bradley <laughs> Schroeder. Yeah, Bradley Schroeder is the one you're probably looking for. This this bug eyed weirdo over here. I don't understand why he's got a gun. Um, and at this point, I think like honestly, you know, we probably all do at this point. There was a whole armory full of them, and then they got circulated around. There was one in a big card game. We all pretty much are armed to the teeth at this point. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah, Billy meanwhile has like a like a handgun just like jiggling around in his loose pocket. Of course he does. Does Rodney have a gun? Yeah, Rodney has a gun tucked into his sock <laughs> that he just pulls out and just like starts flaunting around. I think pretty importantly, though, neither of us have ammunition. <laughs> oh, exactly. okay. okay, that's what I needed to know. That's what I needed to know. And so I think that um, we see like uh, Mr. Walt like step in next to you and he's like, excuse me, Rodney, you know, and he like he like pulls her up to his feet. There's a whole discussion here about how uh, we need to keep her hostage and he's like um, come on we have to find the cabin so the lot of you like begin moving again and i think that there's there's a point actually where mr walt comes over to the two of you as there's all this debate happening about charlotte and what's going to happen and he's like um now look i know you two uh you had some good luck hunting the boar um just keep your eyes out as we're going i know i know you're both good in the woods and so if you can help us find this cabin uh, it should be it should be up here in front of us uh, any minute now. We should be pretty close. Um, cabin? I mean, you know, we've no, we. Uh, I mean, how? What would you say that we've never been to any cabin in our lives before? What are we even looking for out here? Well, it's a it's a small wooden building in the in the jungle, Rodney. It's a cabin. You'll see it when you recognize it. No, no, no cabin. No, no cabin. No idea. Uh, as Billy's just trying to like, it's another thing they destroyed. He feels like so he just doesn't <laughs> want to draw any attention to it. No, no idea. Mm-mm. Uh, well, we'll keep we'll keep a lookout for this uh, this 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 thing that you're speaking about that we never came into contact with whatsoever, especially on this island. You got it, Walt. Okay. And so, uh, does Block like have any questions about us calling him Walt? (laughs) (laughs) I think he's like looking back and forth between the two of you. And he's like, you know, William, I thought that there was more to you than this. We, we need to lead these people. I thought I could depend on you. No, oh, help me do this. Yes, totally. Yes. And so, like, his one eye is just lighting up at the idea of like lead. The rest of them are all very scared, Rodney, and you're you're a strong man, and they look to you for your strength. It's like you've gotten stronger by the day since we left that hatch. But, uh, well, I don't. I don't want to make them nervous. I don't want them to know. I'm not entirely sure where this cabin is. I just thought maybe I could count on you two to help, to help me, to help everybody, yeah, to lead this group, yeah. 
For sure. No, 100%. I didn't think that you thought of us that way. But now that we know that, of course, yeah, we're really definitely very here to help. And potentially even like um, if, if you're feeling overwhelmed in the job at any point and like if you don't want this, uh, like if you don't want to if you don't want to be the leader, you know, um, you can tell me and I'll do it. It's just an offer. It's a suggestion. You don't have to like, you know, say anything now, but just like something for you to think about. I think he's just like staring at you, Billy. And he's like, um, you know. There's a story about this, but, and somebody, uh, like calls him like, John, John, where are we going? And he turns and looks over his shoulder like, well, I'll have to, I'll have to tell you about that at a different time, William. Just keep an eye out for the cabin. And, and, and Billy Buck, you got it. Haha, <laughs> just got the one. Haha. <laughs> like, Big thumbs up. Cheeky don't smile. Don't tell the others, uh, don't tell the others. I'm not so sure where it is. We'll find it. It's, it's very close. So he like turns and is walking back over to Hurley and Sawyer. We see and, Ro- and Rodney mutters to Billy, what kind of name is John Walt? It's weird, right? Two first names? Yeah. Dude, no wonder he's a murderer. That's like a serial killer type of name. Yeah. Never trust a guy with two first names. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, I think that Locke is like asking you all to like scout out and look around a little bit. So, what are you going to do here as the group is kind of like moving through the woods? Are you just mostly sticking with them, or what do you what do you guys want? I think uh, Billy is going to try and uh, sneakily apply some lip blo- uh, lip balm away from <laughs> Rodney. You almost said okay. lip gloss. Well, no, lip blom is what I almost said. <laughs> lip blom. Uh, lip Yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be my, my second D&D character is lip blom. It's just a big pair of lips <laughs> on legs. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm going to try and sneakily apply some lip balm without uh, Rodney or anyone for that matter uh, being able to see me. I think that to do that, you're going to make a uh, uh, body plus sneak roll. Okay, so that's five, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so I've got my four dice. No successes on the four, and I've got one more to roll. Yeah, we lost. We lost this one. Oh, There's no. no successes. No successes. I think that now you two are going to suffer a status, William. What, uh, what, what did I do? No, me. Me as well. Oh, you two. Uh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Not both of you. Okay. I think just Billy is going to take a status. I don't know which one's appropriate here. Is it angry? Are you angry? I think it's uh, got to be fear. Right? It's terrified. Okay, you're terrified because you're pretty sure because because Rodney, you see Billy like kind of surreptitiously wander off. You think maybe that he's got to use the little boy's bush, but then you see him like messing with something in his pocket, and you catch sight of like um, this pink tube in his hands of lip balm that he's like very clearly trying to hide from you as he's like applying it to his lips, parched though they are. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Billy, like, you're afraid because you just afraid. blew up your spot. So yeah. you're terrified. Yeah, but I do I know that he saw me? Uh, not or necessarily. Does he know no. that I know? Yeah, I no. don't think so, but I think I'm really afraid that, like, maybe, like, the whole time, like, I'm not doing it as confidently as I'd like to. Like, I feel like I, like, it like gets caught on the on the gun in my pocket on, on the way out, so I don't, like, get the <laughs> lip balm out smoothly enough. Uh, and then like, I'm just like over applying it because it's been so long and now it's on my face and it's only after it's on my face that I'm realizing like, Oh God, like, are people going to know that I've got lip balm on? Are they going to be able to see that? Like, I clearly like smell of and look like I have lip balm applied to my mouth. 
Uh, and so I very hurriedly put it back in my pocket and, and rejoined the group. But now I'm like deeply anxious that I'm going to get caught. Uh, meanwhile, Ronnie, he, he saw that out of the corner of his eye. But of course, I think his concentration is more so towards this newcomer. He has volunteered to sort of like accompany the quote unquote prisoner. Because remember that, you know, she still is sort of kept here against her will as they come looking for the cabin. And Rodney is fighting all of the butterflies or moths as they were in his stomach as, as he's trying to like feign small talk with her in an incredibly awkward situation. Excellent. Uh, and I think that, you know, this argument is happening here where Hurley realizes like arguing with Mr. John Walt and he's just like hostages, man. Uh, 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 this isn't, this isn't what, 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 what I'm here for, you know? Um, and this like whole debate is happening. And I think Charlotte like is looking over at you kind of like scared, uh, and anxious Rodney. And she's like, I don't understand why this is all so confusing. We're here to help you. We we just want to get you back to the freighter. We're here looking for you. Look, it's a it's a bit of a mixed message going on from your people. Seems like one of our guys uh, got something about how they're coming to kill them. the The bug eyed guy says that you are all here to kill us. Now, look, I can never believe that someone as alarmingly beautiful as you would even want to have a drop of blood thirstiness exist within your psyche, but. I don't know if that speaks on behalf of everyone else. Can you vouch for your entire crew? I'm imagining you're not the only one that jumped out of that chopper. It was madness. The chopper was going down in the storm. There were four of us. I'm not sure where anybody else is. I don't even know if the pilot landed all right. Oh, my goodness. You must be so scared. And he, like, uh, <laughs> takes, like, a, his strap of clothing that he has left and, like, puts it around her shoulders comfortingly. Um, and I think she's like, thank you, Rodney. Thank you. I'm glad that not all of them seem to be so bloodthirsty as uh, the, the yelling is happening at this point. And uh, you realize, like, John is just, like, not sure where this cabin is. And Hurley is arguing with them, like, it's not here, man. And and John Waltz is just like, I'm in charge, Hugo. Uh, and I think he turns, looking back to the rest of you, and he's like, um, we're going to go to Darmaville. Come on, let's go. This doesn't change any of our plans. And uh, Ronnie looks at Billy and he says, it doesn't change ours either, eh, bud? And uh, Billy smacks his lips and goes, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Billy, um, still a little bit afraid, stressed, nervous about who knows that he's hiding this lip gloss. Rodney is still a bit pissed off from earlier in the day. And so you all start moving again, right? The music's playing to, and we get some like montage of the group moving through the jungle, the early hours of the morning as you're coming up, uh, kind of like approaching Dharmaville, as it were, uh, in its semi, uh, blasted out state, uh, abandoned. And, and I think as you're going, there's a point where Ben kind of like lingering at the back of the group again, dragging at the edge of the rope that Rousseau is pulling him on. I think he's like, uh, if you want to make a movie, you're going to need cameras. Cameras, I can you tell say. you where to find them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. What can I get but, for that? Now, hold, hold, hold on here. We both know our way around negotiations. And Ronnie sort of like 
squats down next to Ben. And he's like, look, I'll give you an associate producer credit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I can do. Um, I'm going to have you make a charm roll, Rodney. <laughs> Why right. don't you go ahead and roll heart plus charm? All right. That is seven dice. Oh, wow. Uh, see. Rodney, quite yeah, Rodney, charming. He's a, he's a charming everything. Let's see. That is, I got two successes. Oh, nice. Two successes. Um, so check it out. Not only are you going to like get what you want, but, um, you can, you can like pick some of the other things from this list. Either you form a lasting relationship with Ben. Ben will take a risk to help you. Um, or like Ben is very impressed by you. I think Ben will take a risk to help us in that I think maybe he tries to procure some of the equipment for us, which means he's like inevitably going to break out of where he's imprisoned in his own basement. <laughs> okay, I dig it. I think Ben is like, um, well, Rodney, you know, certainly had to, had to make a bargain appealing. There's cameras in the basement, and I think he like describes to you one of the bungalows, and uh, he tells you like, yes, downstairs there's a there's like you know a storage cabinet. You'll find it in there. The key is like up on the second shelf in the kitchen cupboards, and uh, he like talks you through where you're going to be able to find this like camera equipment and this stuff in one of the bungalows in the Dharma Village. And so you guys keep moving, and uh, here you come as like morning has approached. You guys come striding up into the Dharma village and um, John kind of like is sending people off for some things. He has uh, Rousseau take Ben to go like lock him up. And I think that there's a point where uh, he sees the two of you and kind of like gestures over to you. Come here. Come on, boys. I need your help. Uh, they will they will run to him especially billy i'd imagine once he hears like i need your help his eyes yeah, his, his I one, say, light the one yeah no he's pretty hyped he's like oh perfect this is <laughs> this is what i was born for uh as he smacks his lips he's like we've uh we've got ourselves a plan we're gonna tie up hugo here and put him in one of the closets uh, i need you to to give me a hand and do that the rest of us are going to spread out. We're going to hide. Uh, we think that some of the others are probably likely to be following us. Uh, so we want to we want to try to get our hands on them before they can get the jump on us. Oh, that's, Wait, uh, does, does he know about this plan? Or are we are we supposed to like tackle him and surprise him? And uh, Hurley is like kind of like standing there. He's like, "It's all right, man. I've I've been through worse at this point." Um, I think Billy's going to look at Rodney. And at this point, he's like, I've got an idea. <laughs> you. Ronnie, Ronnie just sort of like nods to him. You, you tie him up. I'll go, I'll go to the bungalow and get the camera. While everyone's distracted with this plan, I'll go get the camera. And so Ronnie will loudly say to, to John Locke, like, I'm your not tying genius here, Walt. Let me at him. I don't know why he sort of turned into Kronk all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so I think that Locke is like, um, there, you know, put him in there in the closet. And so I guess like Rodney, you start walking off with Hurley as um, like Locke and Sawyer are still like talking in these heated debates. Charlotte has been stashed somewhere. You don't see Ben. Most of the others are kind of like scattering and hiding. 
And uh, Bailey, you you want to make a make a move to try to get? Yeah, the cameras? I want to go get the cameras. Okay, so we're gonna have you make a body plus sneak roll to like sneak away and get into this building without them noticing. Now, do I have any negative impacts on me because I'm afraid? Um, yes, technically, you should have a minus one to your rolls. You're going to lose one of your dice okay. because of your status. Right. Um, the way you could get rid of this status is uh, you could call on your flashback, or you can try to use one of your other skills. Um, I could also use a Dharma point, potentially. Yes, mm. sure. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Let's do that. I want to get okay. this camera. All right. Okay. So you burn uh, a Dharma point to yeah. get rid of your fear. Got uh, it. Okay. Got it. Because uh, like I'm, I'm really nervous. I feel like I, I may have been caught <laughs> red-handed or like pink-handed with my pink lip balm. Okay. Uh, and but like more than anything, I need this camera. <laughs> I need to restore my career, my stalled career. I'm a child actor from the Fourth Force. Uh, what was it? Weekend at Ernie's or whatever the crap. Yeah, that was. the Olympic artist. The Olympic the artist. Olympic artist. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I need to get back to. I have to go back to my former glory, and the only way we're not going to get a budget like this. We're in this beautiful, these beautiful environs. Uh, <laughs> we've got, uh, you know, the, we've got a plane crash set. We've got the, there's the radio tower. There's the these barracks. Like it's just it's it's perfect. I need to get the camera. So I, I, I burn my fear. My fear is gone. So this is a uh, five dice, right? I've got three successes plus one Whoa. more to roll. Three successes total. Oh, we're loaded. Holy cow. With that many successes, um, you're in really good shape. So you easily sneak away uh you could give a success to somebody else there's nobody else sneaking with you but you you slip away from the group as Locke and sawyer are kind of fixed i'll burn on that another. extra sneak away i'll just like smear more lip balm on my face i don't even care no one's gonna uh, see yeah, me right excellent. now as <laughs> i'm like sneaking <laughs> away i'm I, like no one's watching just smear the lip balm over my face while you get behind the bungalow, the lip balm goes on heavy, yeah. heavy. Your lips are shiny yeah. and waxy. Yeah, they um, smell like wax. Yep. Um, the strawberry, it's it's delightful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's flavored? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it smells like yeah. it smells and it smells like fruit, kind of tastes like wax. Yeah, this is the best that you've smelled in like a month. A long time. Yeah, they wouldn't let us shower in the swan station, so that sweet artificial strawberry stink wafting around your face. You um, you make it around behind the bungalow. You go inside. You get into the kitchen. You get the key. You you find like the cabinet and you open the cabinet up. And here you find it. It's a VHS camcorder with the whole stack of blank tapes. Oh my god! And. Uh, a pair, a shotgun, and like an old World War II rifle, and a whole bunch of bullets. There's a ton of ammunition in here, as well as a, a microphone and audio recording. Equipment. Oh my God. How's the battery life? Um, it's all terrific. It's great. These are Dharma batteries, and they were built to last. <laughs> Electromagnetic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're thriving here. Billy is like, over the moon <laughs> he's like he's really really shocked um but he also wants to like because he knows that like he's been he's been uh like fueling rodney up with uh with the juice over the last 
couple of weeks and he's like since run out of the vaccine. So he's a little concerned about Rodney's potentially increasing agitation uh, <laughs> since he's been deprived of the vaccine. Yeah, I, believe, I believe they call it rod rage. Yeah. Specifically. So he's nervous about the rod rage. So he thinks that ha- giving Rodney the guns may be a bit of a mistake. So Rodney will then <laughs> bring the guns. He'll store them and he notices upstairs there's a piano, right? There's a piano in the house. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so he'll put the shotgun in the bench. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, which I think Ben will grab later. Yep, he uh, will. Uh, and then he will put the um, the World War Two stuff in like the top of the piano uh so he's like uh he's like uh he's shaking it out a little bit Uh, and then he's gonna return with uh just the camera equipment in his bag okay as he's like gathering up the camera equipment we cut back and we see um rodney you've got like hurley you bring him in you know the closet door opens and he's like i don't know man looks pretty tight uh, just uh, don't don't tie my hands too tight, will you? Uh, listen, uh, I don't know my own strength, so apologies if it gets a little too tight. But you won't be there for long. And as Rodney's working on Hurley, he's gonna say, "You, you mind if I ask you something here, Curly?" It's it's Hurley, man. You you can call me Hugo, but I mean, sure, we haven't really talked that much. I know. Well, I know you were kind of close to Nikki and Paolo. I'm really sorry about that. No, look, uh, it happens. I mean, how many how many speeches have you given specifically and not allowed other people to give those speeches at said funerals? Death exists here on the island, but Furley, where there's death, there's love. Now, look, I, I know that once upon a time, you may have courted someone on the island I gotta ask, man, it's a weird situation, but uh, if someone is, is looking to seek the fellowship of the opposite sex, you got any advice, man? Just, you know, friend to friend here? As he continues to tie him up. <laughs> He's kind of like, you're tying, you know, and he's kind of like, wow, man, like... That's not something anybody has really asked me, I mean... It's not like my area of expertise, you know? I, I like no music, kind of. And Well, I would just say you should be yourself. Uh, I know sometimes I worry that people aren't going to like me. But I think you just need to be yourself. And, uh, and, you know, if it's meant to be, it'll be, man. What if, what if I don't like myself? (laughs) As Rodney's expression kind of falls. I think Hurley's face like really softens, you know, he looks like sad. He raises his tied hands up and puts them (laughs) on your shoulder, like comforting you a little bit. And he's like, oh, you can't be like that, man. I know. Well, this has been hard on a lot of us, but, but you've been a big help. I mean, I remember in those early days, you and your buddy, Billy, there, you guys were catching boar for everyone. And, well, you you saved Sarah Stripes at the beginning. Uh, Whatever happened to her, I'm not sure. I I like you, Rodney. I mean, I know I don't know you that well yet or anything, but 
but I like you. Oh my god, this is so nice. And so Rodney just sort of like the a, a semblance of a tear has shown in the corners of his eyes. Not too much because of the rod rage means that really uh, only anger has been coursing through his veins the past few days. But that gesture has has eked through a bit of sympathy from the burly Rodney Sesto. And so Rodney sort of like uh, surreptitiously wipes it to his side and he's uh, tie too tight for you, buddy. Good luck. And he sort of pats him on the shoulder and says, uh, I know I'm going to need some too. As he closes the doors to the closet and walks he, away. As you're closing the door, there's a moment where uh, Hugo like kicks his foot up and he, he like catches the door right before it closes. And he's like, um, he seems to hesitate for a moment before he says it. But he's like, listen, there's things from from before, from my past that I'm not that proud of either. But. Well, you don't have to. Be the person that you were before you got here, Rodney. All that stuff that you did, and you see recognition, I think, in his eyes. He's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Things are different for us now. And as Rodney walks away, all he can think is, how many people on this island watch porn? And so I think as you close the door, see like you go up in the closet, you hear the clattering sounds of camera equipment as um, you like step out the door of the I bungalow. I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! I got this stuff! Uh, Billy's just going to open his like little canvas bag to show uh, uh, Rodney everything so excitedly uh, with more like excited strength than he's ever possessed before to the point where I'm I'm worried with the fervor, Rich, have I ripped my bag open? Oh no. That's a great question. Uh, uh let's maybe find out. I'm going to have you make a uh <laughs> How about a body plus tech roll to see if you ripped your bag trying to like put all this stuff away. I'm rolling five dice. Uh, a 2221 plus a 6. One success. A 6. No, I think that the bag tore a little bit. It's weathered. It's old. It's taken a beating in the time since you've got here. But uh, you caught it before you ripped clean through the bag. So the bag may not hold up for very long, but it's containing everything in it for now. VHS camera. VHS tape. VHS tape. VHS tape. He says it like four more times because they have so many VHS tapes. <laughs> Microphone. We're in business, baby. Fully charged battery. We are. Saeed couldn't even uh, dream of what we've got here right now. We're in the money, Rodney. Oh my God, Billy, this is amazing. Okay, quick. We gotta, leader we of find, men. Leader of we, men. We're gonna we, make we got, the movie. Leader of men. We gotta find one of these shanties or something. Let's hunker down. Let's hide the tapes there, and let's take the most well-deserved sleep we've ever gotten here in freaking two months of living out in this crap hole. Amazing. Let's do it. So I think they're going to they're going to do just that. They're going to find try to find an unoccupied house uh, and try to hold it up as sort of the uh, the 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 Sesto and Wallace production company HQ at the same time. I think as the pair of you like are about to montage as they're going to like AV it up. I think uh, actually like as the pair of you are about to like slip into this house, uh, you hear the voice of Mr. Walt calling over to you and he's like, "Um, oh, good. Excellent. Come over here, guys. And uh, the pair of you, like, turn. And he's like, um, I'm going to need your help. Hugo's all situated. 
Oh, uh, very much so. Some of the others, they're coming now. Not the other others. The others from, uh, never mind. Uh, we, we need your help. We need to try to get them. What do you, what do you need? At this point, Billy's losing a little bit of interest in, uh, being a leader <laughs> of men because he's like, sort of like reshaped the narrative that to become a leader of men, he needs to be the star of the movie Leader of Men. <laughs> it became quite literal yeah. when he speaks. Yeah, he's, the, he's trying to like make his own luck here. The camera equipment is like sitting inside the door of the cabin behind you. You guys are standing on like those little like bungalow porches, right? As John comes walking up and like leans over on like one of the the like posts to the porch roof, you know. And he's like, um, we've spotted some of the rest of them coming. We need a couple of us to hide and try to catch everyone. Uh, it looks like there's only three. Uh, they've, they've got somebody with them that I don't recognize, and I have to think that he's from the freighter, which means he's probably here to kill all of us. Uh, now, you two are you're some of our best, so I want you to try to take him. Uh, all right. All right. Well, look, uh, I'm sure someone has to, has to make sure. I'm assuming that they're coming for, for Charlotte, that woman. I'm going to make sure that she's taken care of. They're going to have to get through me before they get to her, Mr. Walt. Don't you worry. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all right. Fine. Fine. And uh, Billy is only starting to agree with this as he's starting to realize, like, Rodney. He's, like, whispering to Rodney again just in front of Mr. Walt. <laughs> Rodney, this actually, this could work. This could be the first action scene. Of the movie, like wait, can, so are we? Fil- we're filming yeah, this we'll film while we're it, doing. We'll it. film it. We'll film it. We'll film it. Uh, it'll be like a first person sort of thing, right? Like, uh, do you ever play the? It's a really popular game, Doom. You ever play Doom? Uh, it'll be just. I was like doing that. different things with my hands, not playing video yeah, games. It's a great game, first person shooter. We'll play do. We'll do it like Doom. Oh, okay, and, you just oh. tell me what to do. I just got to make sure that Charlotte's. Safe, and he looks back to Locke. Is that all right with you? Is that my is that my duty, sir? Well, you can check on her if you need to, Rodney. But she's taken care of. Rousseau has got everything covered over there. I wouldn't worry about it. Right. Oh, Rousseau! So, I mean, you should worry about Rousseau. I got you covered. No worries. I'll tap her out and take care of guard duty. You got no problem with that. All right, and and Billy is going to say to Rodney, he's like. Eh, don't, just don't forget, like, we got to talk about the movie real quick, you know? We yeah, got to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, the movie. So, so like, it's like a first-person thing. So, like, you should feel pretty good about the fact that, like, uh, you know about first-person, right? So, like, you should, like, here, you'll I'll give you the camera. Uh, you do the filming. I'll, and just, like, make sure, though, that, like, the camera's always on me. Uh, okay, we're, so we're you want me to film like, you... Am I hiding the camera? Is no, this like a hidden well, camera yeah, thing? I mean, like you just, like, kind of... You can, you can kind of just, like, stay <laughs> off to the side and, like, just, like, if you want to just, like, film me... Uh, during the fight scene, yeah, that's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure, sure. I'll I'll film you taking on these other others. Yeah, or whoever's yeah, yeah, coming. yeah. Okay, great, 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 great. We got you loud and clear, Mister Walt. And they both give like very OTT thumbs up to him. Yeah, and uh, Billy will once again smack his lips. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Locke just like kind of smiling at the pair of you nods, like, all right. All right, just try to make sure you get the third guy before he gets into the building. Saeed and Kate are there. We're gonna we're gonna wait till they make it inside before we take them. You you two just worry about the third guy. All right? Wait, so yeah. should we kill them or No, no, don't oh. kill anyone. Not yet. 
Okay, okay. Just you have to make that clear with us specifically before no, you no, do anything. No, no, we need them alive. If well, they're we from, got that. That's fine. If, if they're from the freighter, Rodney, they're worth more to us alive than dead. Yeah, that's fine. All right. And so, uh, Billy uh, will then like explain to Rodney like. We may we we probably do want him alive. We may need him for like continuity's sake. Like if we need to like <laughs> some reshoots. reshoots ADR. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably important that we keep this one alive. And so we uh, see Locke like like stalk off and make his way back into the building where um, Hurley was like left by you just a little while ago, Rodney. So what are you guys exactly doing? I think that he wants you to like watch the front of this cabin where Hurley stashed. And as uh, Kate and Saeed and this third individual make their way up, he wants you to, like, take the third guy before he makes it inside. Yeah. So I think uh, Billy will, like, uh, like lie in wait. Like, he's ready to, like, spring to action as soon as he sees the third guy. He's going to want Rodney to be, like, filming with some cover so uh-huh. like, he's not spotted but has, like, the best possible angle. Okay. On on Billy. So they've like talked that through. I don't know if Rodney's gotten it, but Billy's like giving him like copious directions about what to do here. Okay. I am very much doubt that Rodney has gotten it, but he's been around so. a camera enough. Uh, granted, in his case, it's more stationary than really anything nouveau in terms of cinematography, but I, I think he, he's trying his best right now. Okay. Uh, and so I guess um, I, I, the pair of you like take your positions. Um, why don't I have you both make sneak checks to see how well hidden you are? Oh okay. boy, sneak! It's going to be body plus sneak, sneak. body plus sneak. All right. All right. And well, also, um, if you want, Rodney, you could burn a Dharma point to cook off that condition. I've as got well. one success. Oh, one right. success. One okay, got it. Oh, yeah, so I got to take off one because I'm, I'm still angry. I got two successes. Oh, two successes. Excellent. You're able to hide really, really well. Um, and you even, uh, you find something that you weren't looking for. Um, as you like tuck yourself in behind the porch of one of these houses, what do you find that you weren't looking for, Mike? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I think that he's going to find a little bunny rabbit hopping oh, along. Yeah. Sure. You do. It doesn't even have a number painted on it. And I think that Rodney's going to sort of like uh, start filming it. Yeah, (laughs) Rodney's going to turn the camera and start filming the rapids. (laughs) And so we're watching, right? We see the camera in like the bobbling screen, right? The like wobbly cam, right? The rabbit's like munching away on like a little piece of like clover here along the edge of the building. And so like you don't see it at all. As these three people come stalking up and Billy, you're watching. You recognize Kate and Saeed. Um, though this like Asian guy with the prematurely white hair, you don't, you don't know who the hell he is that's like following them. But the two of them like come stalking up. They kind of walk through Otherville, like scoping these seemingly abandoned houses. And they make their way kind of decisively to this cabin, uh, one heading in first Kate, then Saeed. And so you see this third guy is kind of lingering on the porch for a minute. He's like looking around and he stops and uh, you realize, Billy, this is your moment. Yeah. Uh, And so I think Billy is going to have this moment where he calls upon his conviction. I'm I'm destined to reclaim my former glory. People will know who I am. I'm destined to reclaim my former glory. People will know who I am. I'm destined to reclaim my former glory. People will know who I am. And then he's going to leap out to try and tackle this third person. 
Okay, so we're going to have you make a uh, a body plus force roll, Billy. That's just three. It's just three. But you get one automatic success for calling on your conviction okay. that you're destined to reclaim your form of glory. People will know who you are. Uh, well, that will be the only success that I received. <laughs> oh, brutal. Oh, no. So you come, uh, what does it look like? What do we see, Billy? So I think, uh, you, you, uh, see Billy leaping out from a bush. Uh, and in his mind, it's like he's just like springing into air, triple somersaults, (laughs) just arms flying as he like goes and locks his arms around this guy and with one other hand, like grabs him by the mouth to subdue him. And bring him to the ground, like uh, like John Matrix Commando style is sort of what he envisions. When in reality, I think he probably like springs from the bush <laughs> and just like the top of his like uh, uh, of of Miles's head, like it like swivels back, hits Billy like on the mouth, like his beautifully lip bombed <laughs> lips burst open, uh, and like the whole thing is just so shocking to both of them that uh, Miles will will fall backward. Uh, into into the bushes into like sort of like a grappled position, uh, but Billy has now um, a split bottom lip, and he's just like, oh, 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 yeah, your teeth and, hurt, uh, yeah. and then Rodney. uh, Rodney's gonna turn the camera and go, okay, action. <laughs> I didn't think you hear this, Billy, as you're like tussling in the crowd with Miles. You hear from the distance like action, right? And the bobbling like camera kind of like like spins away from the rabbit. The like wobbling shot taking in is like Billy's rolling around with Miles, who we hear like grunting, like uh, he seems like he's going to try to like break free from your friend, uh, Billy. You're going to keep filming, or uh, Rodney? You're going to keep filming. I mean, Rodney's going to ask, like, you need, you need help there, buddy? Do you, uh, should I put down the camera? <laughs> yeah, and Billy's going to say, keep rolling! Uh, All right, still he, rolling. He's, he's going to continue trying to, to grapple with, uh, with Miles. And I think Miles is like, get the hell off me, Cyclops! He's like grinding around in the ground. Uh, I'm going to have you make one more force um, <laughs> plus body roll. All right, here we go. Three dice this time because I burned my conviction. Uh, we've got no successes. <laughs> no successes. And so I think that with that, he like he rolls out from under you and um, starts like crawling away and he like pulls himself up to his feet and he's like, uh, to hell with this. I don't even know who these people are. And like, he, he, he starts trying to run. Oh, he's going to take off trying to run. So, so Rodney, Billy, well, I was going to say Rodney is, uh, Rodney is gonna going to keep shouting at Rodney. Don't you stop filming. Don't you stop filming. Those words begin to fade out from Rodney's ears as he just becomes singularly focused on the task <laughs> at hand. Rodney Sisto is going to burst forth from the bush and fueled with anger, he's going to run forward and try to hit Miles with the camera to knock him out. <laughs> oh, first person indeed. So make a, uh, a body plus move roll, Rodney. Okay. And then Billy, you need to take a condition as you have like failed and Miles gets away from I'm you. I'm very angry right now. Okay, very he's very angry. He's very angry. Okay. Uh that is that is a failure. <laughs> oh, brutal. 
I think that the camera, like the shot cuts to like the wobbling bouncing of like actually Rodney's camera itself as you start like running after Miles and Miles is like, um, who the hell are you? And he's like starting to like race away. You running up to him on the edge of the trees and you swing wildly with the camera missing. And I think, uh, you like stumble, you like come off balance and like stumble to the ground, like scraping your knee badly. And I think now you're wounded as well, Rodney. Okay. What happened to the camera? Do I have a, uh, <laughs> do I have the ability to save the camera? Yeah, you best try to save the camera. As <laughs> <laughs> the camera, like, you see Rodney fall, the camera, like, sp- like spins out of his hand, is kind of cartwheeling, like, it's going to fall and crash. Uh, Billy, I'm going to have you actually make uh, a body plus tech roll to see if okay. you can catch the camera appropriately. All right, for I've got operate. five dice to roll, four in hand. One success. One success. One success. That's it. So you dive, Billy, to the ground, right? Uh, your like face, your lips like catching dirt and like the lip gloss, like an adherent to the dust that kicks up as you slide through the dirt, like just catching the camera before it smashes into the ground. Uh, meanwhile, my, I think like the camera like bounces off of my belly and like I hold it tight and then I flip like clumsily, like flip the camera back and like kind of like point it at myself with a selfie and with like my like smiling lip balmy sandy bloody uh smile i go leader of men and i kiss the lens and then i close the camera like that's a rat we got it we got it and i think miles is still like racing off into the woods and it's at this point that um you see this scrawny looking figure like step out of the tree line in front of him and he's holding one of these old military rifles and he just smashes miles like right in the face with the butt of the gun as we do to knock people out on lost and um and it's carl standing there and he's like you guys had one job i mean seriously God. You want to help me drag him back up? Oh, God, we're getting made fun of by Carl. So it seems like you need some help there, Curtis. Carl, God damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I just can't stop staring at your nostrils and I can't hear your name right now. <laughs> Why don't we hide him up there for easy transport? Oh. Yeah, real funny. Real funny, buddy. <laughs> Come on. And so he like puts the gun over his shoulder and I guess uh, he's like looking for you to help him drag Miles back up and tie him up. Uh, so Rodney will look to Billy uh, to be like, to be like, you can take care of this. And Rodney's going to now run off in the direction of where Charlotte's being kept. Okay, excellent. So Rodney like races back up to the bungalows. You hear a conversation happening. You recognize like Kate and Saeed's voice coming from inside the one place. Um, but you see like Rousseau kind of peering out the window of one of the cabins, right? And, uh, you, you go like racing over to and she pulls the door open a little bit. Like what? Uh, listen, uh, Carl just said something to me, uh, something about how he wanted to uh, go off on a, a picnic with Alex. Uh, and I just uh, listen, I, I don't want to, you know, play in the middle of your family politics. But I, I figured that was something you, you might have quite possibly wanted to check out before anything goes haywire <laughs> with your daughter. Rodney, I'm going to have you make another uh, heart plus charm roll here to see if you can convince Rousseau to run off after. All right, well, I'm going to use my conviction to help okay. burn off the, the, the condition. I mean, I, it's, you know, I don't need anyone. 
This okay. is Ronnie Sesto. He does a lot of stuff by himself, and he's made a lot of money doing things by himself. And so he can absolutely convince, no matter how intimidating this French woman might be, even though he's alone, he has his wits about him, and that means something. So that's going to burn off his his little uh, fault there. And so that's okay. uh, all right. So charm plus heart—that's seven dice. And we've got two successes. Two successes. Excellent. So I think that um, you easily went over Danielle. And she's like, um, well, we can't have that. Just keep an eye on her. Don't untie her. Oh, I'll keep her tied up. And so we see like Russo like dart out of the cabin and start like uh, running off towards Carl. Uh, and so, yeah, you see Charlotte is like kind of tied to a chair. She's like, Rodney. Rodney, what's going to happen? I, that man named Locke, he keeps talking about using me as a hostage. I don't understand how we've gotten here. I, well, how we've got here is beyond me. I don't know why there's a freaking cul-de-sac in the middle of the jungle, but what, what matters is I am going to keep you safe. It seems like one of your other guys is here. We just got into a big tussle with him, but he's taken care of right now. This guy's not going to hurt you. He'll only hurt you if he has a reason to. And right now, I don't think he does. And if he tries to get to you, he's going to have to get through me. And I've got a lot of muscle mass. So that's going to be a very, very tough thing to do. You do. You really, you're quite massive. It's, it's something. <laughs> so one of my other people is here? Who? Uh, I don't know. He gave my friend a not so nice nickname. Does that ring a bell? Oh, that's Miles. Yes, yes. He's he's a bit of an asshole. I mean, um, yeah, that, that that would probably be an understatement. But either way, we've got him here right now. I mean, look, you can you can be honest with me, Charlotte. What are we expecting right now between you, between Miles, between this pilot that you're talking about? Should we be preparing ourselves for the worst? You can talk to me. It's okay. I'm not going to shoot you. I'm not going to. Try to shoot you. I'm not going to hurt you. It's just me. It's just Rodney Sesto. You can tell me anything. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to have you make one more charm roll. Let's do it one last time. Uh, roll right. hard plus charm on Charlotte here. All right. That is one success. Oh, yeah. That's plenty. And so I think that she's just like, we're here for Ben. Some of us are, at least. I mean, I'm here for legitimate research, but well, if you give him up, the rest of you, you can all get away from here. I'm not involved in everything that's happening on the boat, but I know that I can trust you. I can see it in your eyes. You just have to get Ben to the others. They'll be coming. They'll be coming soon enough. There's not going to be much time, but if you can get him away from your group and hand him over. And I think at this point, like we hear like as the back door like opens and, uh, and Mr. Walt is here like, Rodney, where's Danielle? We need to make some more room. We've got a few of these others here. And, uh, I think that like you see him, he's leading in like, uh, Kate and Saeed and, and, uh, the guys, Miles. Oh man. Well. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll get out of your way. And he sort of like makes a furtive eyes with Charlotte and sort of like mouths to her like, I've got you covered. But the words are ringing in Ronnie Sesto's mind as he leaves his newfound crush, her friend, and some of the, the people that he's familiar with, even though they may not be familiar with him behind. One thing is clear now. 
He must find Benjamin Linus, and he must give him up if he wants Charlotte to be saved. Excellent. And so, uh, Billy, where are you? As you see Rodney coming out, everybody's kind of like filing into one of these bungalows as Rodney makes his way out. Yeah, I think Rodney makes his way out and probably sees Billy like mid monologue as he's like filming himself, uh, <laughs> like detailing the fight, detailing like the hardships of the island. Uh, they, they've been grating on all of us for so long. Uh, finally, as we face rescue, our moments of destiny come come rushing towards us uh leader of men uh and he finishes like saying like leader of men really quickly as uh as rodney like comes out off. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Leader of men. and so then he looks over rodney as he like puts the camera away and like holds out his hand for the lever is like that was so awesome i can't believe we got all of that you got the spinning jumpy part too right yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I got some like really nice B roll as well if we need to throw stuff in there. Emphasis on the B as in bunny. Dude, they got rabbits here. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh Billy does not fully understand that. He's still just like holding his hand up for like the for the handshakes. Like yeah, I don't and, and, and Ron is, is full of his heart is, <laughs> is for the first time in a long time, uh full of love. Uh and that's when we get a flashback to uh to early season three as rodney is uh he's he's you know talking with sarah stripes they're sort of like playfully splashing each other with water uh and then uh you know as as they they are collect their clams or mussels or whatever uh in their downtime rodney's gonna start cleaning the shellfish and he's gonna be approached by a young dapper desmond hume who, uh, Rich, I'll have you take over the role-playing after this, but Desmond essentially kneels down next to Rodney and says, it's not gonna last. And Rodney just turns to Desmond, he's like, uh, what, are you, what are you talking about? Well, I know you got something special with her, but it's not gonna last, Rodney. How do, how do you know my... Who the hell are you? Did you? Were you on the plane? No, I was... Uh, that's a long story. The hatch, uh, it doesn't matter. My name's Desmond, brother. Oh, well, wait, you were in the hatch, too? Did you get the, did you, like, experience anything in there? Because I gotta say, Twinkies don't taste the same since I've been down in that hatch, for whatever reason. It tastes all medicinal. I don't know if something futz with my taste buds or something like that. But at any rate, look, man, uh, I know that you Europeans fancy yourselves the masters of romance, but uh, I'll have you be to not uh, intercede on my relationship, okay? I think she and I have got something really special going on. Is there something you're picking up on that I'm not? I just... Well, sometimes... Are you a man of God? Uh, I mean, there was one thing I did called Man of God, uh, in which we <laughs> played the, the Twelve Apostles... Uh, that got into a, a bit of a sordid affair one rowdy weekend in Rome. But I will say, uh, not technically speaking, no, haven't been to church in a good uh, at least 20 years. All I can say, brother, is that I spent some time with some monks, and it didn't quite work out, but I learned to accept the things I cannot change. And Well, you're going to have to accept where you're going. I, I can't explain why, but it's not going to work out. 
where I'm going, where do you see me going? Is it a location? Is it a mental state? You're you're confusing me with all your 12th grade English metaphors here, dude. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I am a fan of Dickens, but I, I just, I've seen, I've seen things, Rodney, and I'm just certain that the future is going to pull you in different directions. That's all, brother. And Rodney just sort of gives, you know, wary eyes to Desmond. He says, okay, yeah, sure thing, Scotland Yard. Uh, I'm going to go over here now, but hey, really appreciate the relationship advice, all right? Uh, Don't be a stranger. And so Rodney's going to, you know, walk up to the fire and plop himself down in front of Sarah Stripes, who somehow is is giving him a bit of a cold shoulder as he sits down. He's just like, oh, man whack job long hair over there just spouting out nonsense i mean he thinks he can just show up and join us we've been here since day one right you okay his name's his name's desmond charlie and he uh, uh, oh no i know (laughs) she just totally uh freudian slipped and i think she like catches herself her hand slides up over her mouth as she's staring at me i mean uh rodney his name's desmond and he's quite lovely why why did you call me Charlie? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't. I said Rodney. And then he sort of looks over uh you know he and she he had noticed that uh there was something there, there, he detects a faint smell tingling his nostrils. The smell of Sharpie. And he looks down <laughs> at Sarah Stripe's hands. And he sees, you know, some doodles and playful hearts drawn onto them. And Rodney looks at Sarah Strife with fire in his eyes. Like, in front of me, right here, right now, you are leaving behind the second most famous guy on this island for the most famous guy on this island. You, you clout chaser, you, how dare you? Well, listen, if that little Australian hussy don't want nothing to do with them just because that old man built her a baby crib, then, well, he treats me right. He brought me peanut butter. <laughs> it was imaginary <laughs> peanut butter. It's not It's not a thing. Well, that's right. better than you've done since the first days here. I'm tired of these stale Twinkies, Rodney. I'm tired of this ratty tent on the beach. I'm tired of the way you're always looking at Nikki. At this point, pretty clear that she's been eating some of the vaccinated Twinkies. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, these Twinkies and this crappy tent have kept you alive up to this point, huh? Do you want to be one of those holes in the ground? I don't think so. But you know what? I don't give a crap anymore. And he looks back over at Desmond. Sometimes the things are just meant to be inevitable. And I guess this is where we were meant to be. So you know what? I'm sure that hoodie that that guy Charlie's got has room for two. Why don't you go sleep somewhere else tonight? I'll 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 be able to take up room in my one crappy little tent that I've still got in this island. You're a real bastard, Rodney Sisto. <laughs> and as she walks away, kicking sand in his face, uh, Ronnie just sort of stews by the fire, staring into it as the flames uh, lick his irises, as the drums take us back to 
uh, to the, the wow. action in the barracks. Oh my god, the breakup of Rodney and Sarah Stripes. That was heavy. That was oh. so intense. <laughs> so I think that we find the pair of you in the garden. It's too real. <laughs> this Rodney like reflects back over the tumultuous romance of his early days here. <laughs> Wow. I'm not. I'm not, not going to ask Desmond for any relationship advice ever again. I'm going to say. Oh that my god. Oh man. That was like the uh, lost RPGs, like anti-constant. Like that was- <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's too good. My um, god. All right. So so yeah. So we we got the footage, and so Rodney's going to join in on the handshake after like uh you know drifting off for that portion of time to look back on the the ghosts of girlfriends past as it was he's gonna join in on that handshake celebrating the fact that maybe there is a brighter tomorrow after all sure yeah um excellent and so i think that you all then are able to like fall back to your little bungalow that you were gonna stay in um and you've got some time you can, in fact, try to rest and sleep as, like, some days are going to pass. Um, I think Claire. probably over the course of these days, though, mm-hmm. uh, Billy will have been, like, obsessively watching the tape uh, from the film from the film shoot. And he's going to, like, no matter how hard he tries, despite how many times he rewinds and presses play again, the, the jump flip is not there. Rodney did not film the jump uh, of Billy jumping out of of the bushes to tackle Miles. Nope. That whole first twenty seconds is mostly just a bunny, and then like the camera like pans over to you and Miles like rolling around at the ground. And yeah. so, like the anger effect that I that I sustained, I think Billy is seething with Rodney, um, but like quietly like he's not he's he's not like talking to Rod, like he hasn't blown up at him yet he's not said anything yet but he's come to realize or at least to think that perhaps Rodney doesn't want this success for Billy that perhaps Rodney is trying to sabotage leader of men amazing uh, well, there are many days here, and so I think that, Rodney, you can't help but notice that your friend is kind of compulsively revisiting the footage. I also uh, got to imagine that the fact that uh, Charlotte's gone yes, must have some impact on Rodney. Yes, the day after everything kind of went down and was established, you find out that apparently a trade was made, and that the dude that the pair of you like tackled uh, Miles was traded for Charlotte and she's gone. Much like Sarah, she left you without a second glance, Rodney. She didn't even say goodbye. <laughs> and so, yeah, just suffice it to say that Ronnie himself is also stewing, right? He's angry with Locke. He's angry with Miles by proxy. He's angry with Charlotte, too. Especially, he's angry with Hurley. He took Hurley's advice and it ended up not working out. So, my, so Ronnie is just angry <laughs> Overall, and then we see this uh, as we cut to a couple days later outside, <coughs> where Rodney is just 
piling up pieces of wood and smashing them down with an axe. There's no fires to make at this point. There is central heating within Dharmaville, but Rod needs to take out some aggression. And so he is, he's promptly taken the Rod rage onto all these, these pieces of wood. He has not gone full Steve Rogers and ripped them open by hand, but he's, he's getting pretty darn close. And so I think that it's as we're watching Rodney out here, like smashing this wood, he's got the axe, he's hammering away at these logs next to the cabin. Uh, Rodney, why don't we have you make a mind plus investigate roll? Okay, so that is just going to be just going to be one die. So oh boy. I don't know if I'll find anything. That is, nope, that is a five. That is a fail. Okay, uh, I'm not giving you any conditions for that, but you don't notice like what's happening around you as you're so fixated on the frustration of these days past, all these people overlooking you, all these people rejecting you, all this terrible advice from everybody here. Uh, your one friend, Billy, he seems consumed and fixated with the camera equipment, and uh, you don't realize- My precious! As these, yeah, as these silhouettes kind of begin to circle up around Dharmaville. And so it's a complete wild, shocking surprise when suddenly, um, gunfire starts like blasting off all around you in the clear. Oh my God. Uh, you turn and look and you see a handful of the other gawkers that have been accompanying you through this great odyssey of life on the island, like just getting shot to hell next to one of the building. You see Sawyer like kind of standing near them, pull a pistol out of his belt and like dive behind a picnic table. He's shooting back. There's gunfire coming from the woods and suddenly one of the cabins explodes. Boom! There's like this roiling explosion of like a rocket fire. Uh, what are you going to do, Rodney? Uh, Rodney's going to go run back towards Billy. He's he's going to see if he can go find him to check on if his friend's okay. Okay, I'm going to have you make a uh, sneak plus a um, uh, move roll. Or, I'm sorry, body plus sneak. Body plus sneak. Body plus sneak. Okay, so that's going to be four. To see if you can get back without being seen. Oh uh, boy, yeah, that is one success. Okay, one success. I think that you're like racing and there's like, there's like machine gun fire racing after you. We see the dirt flying up along your heels and, um, you dive. You see your friend, the bunny behind one of the bushes and like you dive in next to the bunny and are like crawling behind these bushes towards the house. Meanwhile, we cut back inside Billy. Uh, you're inside the house. You're watching the footage. It's not there. This idiot was filming bunnies. And suddenly, uh, this cacophony goes off outside you. Gunfire, building exploding, Sawyer screaming, where's Claire? Yeah. And I think Billy, who is looking much like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio towards the end of the aviator, is going to, uh, he, he, ha- he immediately like jumps out of his chair when he hears the noises. He grabs the camera. He grabs one of the many VHS tapes. He slams into the camera. He closes the camera. He powers it on. He turns it on. He heads upstairs from the basement with which he, he's been dwelling, working on the film. And by working, I mean just watching and watching. And in his mind, what's echoing is... I'm destined to reclaim my former glory. People will know who I am. <laughs> oh, no. I'm destined to reclaim my former glory. People will know who I am. As he comes upstairs and he sees the cacophony the, of violence outside his window and his, uh, his heavily bearded face uh, that is just like around his mouth is just with, with lip balm caked on <laughs> the mustache and, and the beard. Uh, he just stands by the window and, 
and just films and films. And uh, I wonder if I need to roll to see about the quality of the of the filming, of the film yeah, making. You absolutely should. I'm gonna have you roll uh, training plus tech. Okay. Has Billy just turned into the kid from American Beauty all of a sudden? Yeah, pretty much. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. I've got one success. One, one success. success. Your hands are steady in the midst of this onslaught of violence that's occurring outside. People are dying left and right. I mean, like people. Really are seen shot it before. He's seen it all before from his sets from when he was a young boy on the fourth force. The trauma he must have sustained watching all of the the, the fake fictional violence on set around him to the murders that he himself has committed here on the island. The violence is nothing new. And so I think that you see now um, this tall, like, hulking figure of Martin Kimi come, like, striding up out of the woods. And you hear, like, the yelling going back and forth between, like, the one main cabin where, like, Locke lives, right? Um, you hear, like, Ben's voice coming from inside. Uh, and, and, like, you're kind of filming as suddenly, like, Kimi, uh, has Alex right in front of her. Meanwhile, Rodney, you've like crawled around to the front of the house. You shove the door open. Your friend is not like, uh, he, you don't see him immediately. And then you notice him fixated, staring down the, uh, the eye hole of the camera, like just, just transfixed in front of one of the windows, recording everything that's happening outside. Uh, Rodney's going to sort of shake Billy's shoulder and he's like, Billy, Billy, we've got to get out of here. Right now, shit is going down. Take the camera, take the tapes, whatever know, you want to. Rodney, it is going down, isn't it? Uh, as Billy is unmoving, as he's as he's watching through the camcorder, it's like the perfect shot, Rodney. Finally, I have it. I mean, they're gonna take a perfect shot right at you. These guys have guns. They just blaze the trail through all the people we were at camp with. We've got to get out of here right now. It's exceptional, Rodney, isn't it? Uh, Finally, the action scene we've been talking about, Leader of Men. Um, We we need to stop talking about the movie, dude. We need to get out of here. Put the camera down. You would want to stop talking about the movie, wouldn't you, Rodney? Yes, I've known for some time that you've wanted to stop talking about the movie. Rodney. What are you talking about? We've been we've been filming stuff. We've been having a good time. I've Go been ahead. filming, Rodney, and I've watched what you filmed. What's with the what's with the bunny, Rodney? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about him. Tell you about the rabbits? Have you found Billy? a new you found a new friend, I see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I, I found a rabbit. It was kind of fun. I didn't expect to see like farm animals. Uh, uh, on the island here, so I'm sorry I got a. Do you want me to distra- succeed, Rodney? Do you believe in me? Of, Rodney? of course, I believe in you, Billy. Of do course, you I do. That I'm destined to reclaim my former glory. That people will know who I am. People do know who you are. Remember, we're, we're the famous people on the island. They're coming to rescue us. Where was where was that talk from a week ago about how they can't leave the island without us? That's still true, bro. Bro, and Billy looks up from the camera and turns and I think Rodney can probably see that he now has like the lip balm on his mouth is like like Joker paint. (laughs) 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 The aroma of artificial strawberry wafts through the cabin. Yeah. 
as I think uh, Billy will say. We were bros once, weren't we, Rodney? I, I don't like this look on you, man. I mean, both like physically and mentally as well. So, something's going soft, on. Rodney, as Billy then like uh, puts his head back into the camcorder and looks out at the, I think at this point, like uh, Alex is gone. Like that happened. He, uh-huh. You know, he like steadfastly probably filmed it sloppily. Uh-huh. Uh, you've gone soft, Rodney. Must be because uh, you ran out of all of those Twinkies, isn't it, Rodney? You must uh, be feeling rather hungry these days, don't you, I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest, when I was looking at that bunny, I was sort of like uh, imagining a bit of a snack, right? And I'll admit, I've been a, a little hungry, acting real weird as of late. It's and- like something's missing, Rodney, isn't it? Something that I, I gave you, something that I tried to help you with is is gone from you now, Rodney. Perhaps some of that strength of yours diminished. What what are you The Twinkies, Rodney, I vaccinated them. <laughs> you you vaccinated I vaccinated my the Twinkies, Rodney. <laughs> you are getting too big for your britches and I tried to slow you down. Instead it gave you the super strength, I do believe, and when I saw that happening, my friendship with you only began to grow further and further. But over time, the Twinkies went away. They said they would never go bad, and they never did. But go, they did. They did win. They did leave eventually. And I think perhaps now it's time for you to leave as well, Rodney. Perhaps now our journeys must go in other directions. I think that the camera like pulls back and we see like the silhouette of these two men standing in front of the window. Like the interior of the house is dark, the light streaming through from outside. There's like yelling and whatnot happening, but the camera pulls further back to like the far side of the room. And I think we see like one more silhouette. (laughs) It's the image of Kevin Garvey senior watching silently from the shadows as like Billy and Rodney stand like squared off in front of the open window leading to outside. And this is when we hear like clang, clang, dang, 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 smoke monster sounds. Right. And, uh, like, and we see kind of the form of Kevin Garvey senior, like dematerialize and sort of just like vanish from watching the pair of you, this tension building as suddenly like the black smoke comes cascading out of one of the houses and gunfire begins like erupting again outside the screams picking up. Uh, what, ha- what happens right here? What are you two doing? Billy's so, uh, still dedicatedly filming the whole time. I think uh, he has said all he needs to say to Rodney Sesto. To say that Rodney is boiling underneath would be an understatement. This is a man who prides himself in being peak physical condition for being what he thinks is the smartest man in the room, especially in a survival situation. In this moment, who he thought was his best friend out here on the island, someone he thought he was on the same page with, has betrayed him, has left him out to dry, just like many, many people on and off island. In this case, Rodney Sisto has been outwitted. He has been outplayed, but he'll be damned if he is outlasted. Rodney takes a look at Billy and says, yeah, I do think we should go in different directions. Here's yours. 
and he picks up Billy Wallace <laughs> and he throws him through the window. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Oh god! Okay, so I'm gonna have you make a uh, body plus force roll to pick up Billy Wallace and throw him out. How the many dice is that, Mike? That is six. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that is two successes. Okay. Oh, two successes is sick. So not only <laughs> are you able to throw him out the window, but um you can humiliate him, you can make sure he's pinned out there, you could take something from him, you could take the camera away, or you could knock him completely unconscious. I think mm, I think that Rodney's gonna take the camera from Billy. Okay, oh, so God. we see like Rodney just grab Billy's shirt and like heave him up <laughs> that classic like, one arm. Rodney's veins like bulging in his muscles, and you yank the camera out with your other hand and you just like throw him, right? He smashes through the plate glass window. Billy, you like crash to the ground outside. I think now you're definitely injured. Um as yeah, you're like sure. laying outside. The smoke monster, this like cascading tube of smoke rolling just obliterating stuff outside people are screaming gunfire like going off sporadically uh uh billy what are you gonna do in response to this uh, billy is like he's like kind of like uh like uh like punch drunk from the force of the uh you know the the, uh, the, the fourth force of the of uh-huh. the throw uh he's gonna stand up though and he's gonna see the billowing smoke and with like uh he's gonna notice now that the camera it's gone from his hand rodney has the camera billy blubbering is gonna turn to rodney rodney <laughs> Start filming, Rodney. R- Rodney, we must we must start rolling, Rodney. The shot leader of men. And Rodney is gonna just say like uh, he's gonna say rolling, and then he's gonna fade back and chuck the camera into the distance. <laughs> oh my so god! See Can I do camera. anything to grab the camera? You could try make a uh, make a body plus move roll to see if you can get to the camera okay, fast. Body enough, plus Billy. move is just three. Oh my God, here we and go. you're hurt, so that's only two. Okay, all right. <laughs> Come on. Come on, I'm, I'm destined to reclaim my former glory. People will know who I am. Oh, can I use a Dharma point? Oh, you could use a Dharma point. But the Dharma point lets you re-roll any failed dice. Okay. Um, so after you roll, right. you could re-roll right. any okay. So go for it. All right. It's two fours. I'm using a Dharma point. Okay. So I can, <laughs> okay, okay, I can okay, re-roll Dharma one, point. right? No, you can roll both of them. Oh, God. Oh God oh God, oh, God. oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Two fours. The fourth force. Come on. Come on. Yeah, really. Let the fourth that force. Help if, we, if we change the number with four instead of six. Fourth, let the fourth force be with me. Come on, six. No, two twos! <laughs> two twos, two twos, two twos. So we see Billy leap into the air. You know, it's this moment, the irony that like if Rodney were filming, this is the leap that Billy would want recorded and immortalized as his fingers like arc stretching, his body twisting it. Uh, 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 yeah, <laughs> his fingers are st- stretching for the camera. He's he's like a uh, he's like a professional athlete as he extends, sailing through the air, reaching. You know, I think we see like the strap of the camera kind of trailing after it, just hook on his finger, and it's just enough for the camera to like pivot and like spin to the ground where it smashes into the earth, obliterating. And I think that Billy, uh, you like then. 
fall into oh. the ground after oh. it unceremoniously. Oh. It's like smashing onto your hands and knees, the broken camera and bits around you. Rodney, you're standing in the window. The glass shattered, the curtains kind of like blowing in the wind next to you, this like ominous kind of terrifying sight oh from outside. God. And I think that um, I'm glad, I'm, I think Billy is laughing hysterically at this point. Full <gasps> Joker laugh uh, as Billy will slowly, batteredly stand up laughing hysterically uh-huh. as he reaches into his pocket, produces the lip balm <laughs> applies more of it to his mouth and throws it at Rodney. And uh, I think as you throw the lip balm, we hear like the staccato, like crack of gunfire from the woods. And uh, Rodney, I'm going to have you make a uh, body plus move roll as well. Okay. So that is going to be five dice. That is, oh, that is a failure. Uh, and so, like, the lip balm is coming, and your eyes are trained there, and you don't see the figure, like, firing automatic gunfire from the tree line behind. And I think you just feel, like, this stabbing pain as the lip balm, like, hits you, at, like, on the chest and falls. And you look down and watch it, and you realize, like, there's blood, like, welling up from around your stomach oh, as uh, you've been shot. <laughs> you've been, like, shot multiple times. <laughs> shot? Uh, shot, <laughs> shot. <laughs> uh Ronnie just can only look down in shock not shot at the blood pooling around his chest because of course he doesn't have a shirt on he can't let out a word all he can do is look at Billy and fall to his knees and then he proceeds to fall forward oh my god Billy the- you have this moment yeah yeah, I think Billy is going to look at Rodney, and I think he's going to say to no one in particular, I I think his eyes are still open. And I think that it's with that that the cascade of smoke rolls over Billy Wallace, and uh, we just see you like hurled through the air where you smash through the front of the bungalow where um, your friend lays bleeding to death. The smoke monster trailing after timber shattering the staccato sounds of like gunfire growing dimmer and dimmer around us as the sound like diminishes uh, and the cascade of lost music starts playing. Oh my god. They did! <laughs> oh! They did! They died! They're dead! Billy They're BODYs! Ro- Billy and Rodney are BODYS! <laughs> BODYS! Oh my B-O-D-Y-S. god! The pair of them uh, together in the end where they belonged underneath the rubble of a Dharma building. Well, we consumed. all. We, we should we should have pulled a Jamie and Cersei and have them like hold one another as the, the debris comes falling around them. We always we always knew uh, that it would uh, it opened on an eye, it closes on eyes, uh, and we always that they were they were never going to make it out of here. They were part mm-hmm. of the Gawkers. It was it was only a matter of how would they go? Would they make it to the freighter, 
would they make it to the time traveling flaming arrows or would they be annihilated at the first possible opportunity when so many of the gawkers were annihilated and yes they couldn't even make it out of the barracks yeah to the surprise of literally nobody but i'm a little surprised i thought they might make it out of the barracks (laughs) (laughs) i mean ronnie was ready to like uh leave billy behind and just go into the jungle where i'd assume that he'd befall a pretty bad fate but Mm -hmm. i think unfortunately uh you know billy going full full super villain and revealing everything he had done to ronnie the past several weeks just got to him and he couldn't get away from it yeah uh, and I think in Billy's final moment, I think that he felt uh, like he had uh, reclaimed his former glory, that people did know who he was, uh, that he, with the fourth force of a toss of the lip balm, was able to destroy his friend. I think he probably like <laughs> he thought it was like the full power of him throwing the lip balm at Rodney uh, that took him out. Uh, so I think that he felt he felt good about that. And then I imagine the smoke monster consuming him uh, was not uh, something that he was able to process at any given time. So I think in like in Billy's twisted mind in that moment, I think he's feeling like he like he won, like he succeeded, like he got what he was looking for. People definitely knew who he was. He was the weird guy with one eye who put a <laughs> golf ball in his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And who may or may not. Luckily, we didn't kill anybody this time. But I guess maybe is that bad luck? The only episode where we don't kill people, we end up dying. Was that I our problem? I think that's right. I yeah. think that's right. Yeah, yeah, you probably should have killed Miles. I think everything hinged on that. Uh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of opportunity there. Who knows? Who knows? I hope that was fun. That was really interesting. I wasn't sure where we were going. but uh, <gasps> Neither yeah. did I. I don't think I ever would have thought walking in here that, oh, yeah, uh, Rodney had his on-island romance broken up by Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. she tries to pursue a little something, something with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, listen, it, it was a tragic ending for Rodney Sesto. Who knows? I mean, uh, I know that season five will tell us that dead is dead, but there might be other but season six. Season yeah. six has other ideas about what happens to characters on Lost when they die. Very so true. Is this the end of Billy and Rodney, or? Is this a to be continued? <laughs> they certainly have unfinished business. That is for sure, with both each other and the island. Well, yeah. I mean, do they do they make it to the sideways, or are Billy and Rodney now our inroad towards exploring the ghosts of the island? Did they move on, or are they like Michael stuck here? And if so anything, we're going to have to have Walt talk to them as well in the in the the man new man in charge. I believe you're talking about Locke. Which Walt? Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah which saying. Walt? <laughs> uh, if there's anything I've learned from uh, all my years hanging out around post-show recaps and listening to you guys, it's that Lost never ends. Uh, Lost never <laughs> really ends. So th- this like might be an ending, one ending for uh, Billy and Rodney, but I don't know. I'm not sure it ever really ends. Yeah. Every new beginning comes from some uh-huh. some other beginnings end. So mm-hmm. yes. this was the beginning so, of the end for these two. So, so it's at least the beginning of the end for Billy and Rodney. But are they going to be able to find peace after life? Will they be able to find their way back to each other? 
in whatever the next plane of existence is, or will this be just a grim ending for these, as Rich so eloquently put it, protagonists, not heroes? <laughs> it is a really important distinction, I think, here in the Lost RPG. But at the very least, I think we're putting a pin in it for now. Uh, and if it is to be uh, explored further, that will be at a far future date where we will once again struggle to remember everything that happened to Billy and Rodney before. But there's so many, uh, so many lingering threads. Like the Forrest Whitaker stuff. Uh, there was a lot. Yeah, I, I didn't know how much to circle back on or what or mm-hmm. where. But yeah, the Forrest Whitaker. He's still all. out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's still Kevin out Garvey there. Senior. Yeah. Yep. Kevin Gar- well, that's, that's the smoke monster, at least. So he's sort of like in his, the his jungle cat. Christian Shepherd form. Yep. You know, so there's there's a lot. There's a lot here, potentially. Uh, Rich, this was insane and delightful. So much so. This is so much fun. This is one of my favorite things to get to do uh, when tasked with the challenge of like, can we make a lost role-playing game? I was like, ooh, how do we do that? And I think that uh, this one is pretty well constructed for the job at hand. But you two are wild men. It's (laughs) hard to keep up with you. And uh, I just hope this is fun. Like, I really have enjoyed it. These like couple of different experiences that we've done this have like just been wild and not what I uh, planned for or prepared at all. So uh, I'm just glad to be able to keep up. Oh my God. It was a blast. We had, we had a ton of fun. We hope that people enjoyed the return to the lost RPG next week. We're going to return to the recaps. We're starting season five. Consider this the end of season four for sure. Uh, Mike, are you hyped for season five? One last time, one last goodbye to season four, one final chance to say hello to season five. Yeah, you know, it's, I'm sad to leave season four fine. Even more sad now because I will remember it as the season where Billy and Rodney had their falling <laughs> out and subsequently died mm-hmm. as well. But season five uh, takes things and, you know, with the, some of the oddness that was set up both due to circumstances in and out of their control from the lost creators part, season five continues to expound on that weirdness whether it's due to the fact that like we're very rarely getting flashbacks instead we're just dealing with more so parallel stories between uh you know all the time travel aspects between some of the new characters that are introduced and then the final reveal that one of the people we thought uh we saw throughout the second half of the season is not the person we thought it was going to be it's going to be a really interesting season to look through especially in this beginning stretch as well right because i feel like this season has significant phases to it And this first phase where it's the Oceanic Six off island and everyone else time hopping on island is going to be incredibly distinct from when everyone combines forces in the 70s and in the present day. So I'm excited to mull over this era and see what exactly is to become of these characters. It's going to to be a lot of fun no matter what. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait as well. Um, we'll get back right into it next week. Again, of course, you can listen to these podcasts a little bit early now if you sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash post show recaps, and you'll be able to get that season five premiere recap a little earlier than if you were just getting it in the down the hatch feed. If the role playing shenanigans seemed fun to you, and if it sounds like you would like to play games with either myself or Mike or Rich, or all three of us, or many other people who are also participating in these kinds of games, Rich, they can certainly do so if they sign up for the Patreon. 
Indeed, they can. It is a thriving Dungeons and Dragons campaign with many characters and room for many more. Uh, come and join us. You will make friends. I promise. All Fun right. Will be had. Friends will be guaranteed. Had. Friends guaranteed. Rich, where can people follow along with all of the amazing things you're doing right now? Oh, gosh, you can find me on the Twitter at Warfrat1625. Uh, and you can catch me over at Twitch, uh, Twitch TV slash DM Philly. Every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, we're rocking a Dungeons and Dragons game that's inspired by JRPGs of the 90s. And it's one of my favorites, some of my oldest friends playing D&D with me. And every Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, you can catch me with a bunch of uh, hooligans from the, ho- the post-show recaps mm-hmm. community. Um, Kevin Mahadeo, uh, Hard Rock Hope, Brooklyn Zed themselves, Kurt Clark, along with a couple of other wonderful folks. We're playing a detective noir game called City Ooh. of Mist with uh, a superhuman people uh, uncovering the mysteries of a neon noir city. And that's been really, really fun. And yeah, come catch me over there. And I'm trying to figure out, I think at this point, as this podcast is out, Mm-hmm. Either something has happened or something will happen soon yes. that involves myself and Rich and many other people on Rich's Twitch stream. I'll keep it nebulous Ooh. just in case it hasn't happened yet. No, this is a lost it, podcast. Put a mystery out there. And, if, uh, that, and okay. if that's the case, then at the very least, this will be an enigmatic tease to go follow twitch.tv slash DM Philly because I believe... Uh, some Tuesday night treats will be coming your way before too much longer. I'll just say this. Keep your eyes peeled for May the 4th. Yes. Ooh. It will be with us all. Yes. So I believe yes, that- my son will play D&D on his second birthday. Yes. You heard it here first. Yes. yes. So uh, by the time you're listening to this, then uh, that's happened. So uh, but I'm not able to like articulate it much further than that. Other than uh, space theme is very appropriate for May 4th. So check out twitch.tv slash DM Philly for some really exciting stuff. Check out everything we've got on Posho Recaps, certainly the Patreon, patreon.com slash Posho Recaps, or elsewhere in all of the other corners of Posho Recaps, whether it's Mike and Angela, you've got the Bloom files continuing mm-hmm. forward. Uh, at this point, everything is super, is turning towards Superman, is where we are going next. Kevin Mahadeo. And myself shall be flying high with the Big Blue Boy Scout. Plenty going on here with community building. So much more. Check out everything we've got going on as for us here on Down the Hatch. Uh, I don't know. Is there is there like a eulogy we need to do for uh, for Billy? Know, more, more like a poo-poo-logy <laughs> for these two. Gone too soon. We hardly oh, got to know him. Oh, my God. Yeah, sad. Sad to sad to lose them, uh, but have we lost them, or have they just gone on uh, to a new plane of existence where they will almost certainly not be able to move on? Uh, I think that is the question. Until then, we'll be back next week with season five of Lost on Down the Hatch. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.